Alright, uh, welcome back to Never After Redemption. I am the GM Adrian, and we are joined here as always by our players. We'll start from the right. Name and character. Uh, Steve Bushimi, and I'll be playing the Kyrgyz. That's Josh, his name's Josh. <laughs> I'm Grace, and I will be playing Grand Mistress of the Hunt. I'm Sean, and I'll be playing Black Oak. I'm Priscilla, and I will be playing uh, Varendra, Curator of Secrets and Lies. And I'm Andrew, and I, of course, will be playing Galzareth. When we last left, I mean, the last session was a rules sort of roundup, but the, the last live session, you guys were on the road, you're near the coast, and we stopped in the middle where, on the long coastal road, which I have some more information about that, uh, there was a train of people coming back from the nearby town. They're far in the distance, but we stopped before you interacted with them. I think it was morning. Yeah, I just finished having real sad bitch hours alone. Yeah, just it's you, you need a vision board. <laughs> um, so what do you guys do? I expect this will be a little slow getting back into it. It always is after a break. Um, remind me, what is the name of the um, uh, of the province, like the peninsula area? You guys, well, let's see. You're not. The, you're still in Daymar. Um, you haven't gone all the way into that peninsula. Remember, that was the other road. That was a completely other different. That's right. We took yeah. the we took the the road less traveled, looking for a shortcut. Yeah, and the, and the shortcut is is the the coast comes in well into the into the cotton in basically a tidal estuary. So it's it's not really a river. It's just when the tides come in, it just fills with water, and then tide goes out. It, it kind of a dangerous for ships. And this, uh, the nearest town, this is the closest one to the capital, which you guys had left a few days ago. Wasn't there a group of people, like, heading towards yeah. us? Uh, yeah. There, there's a train. You can see, um, if you're looking out, I assume you are. And Black Oak, you're always looking out, essentially. <laughs> it's like the retriever's window. <laughs> it's not, not as fun-loving, I guess. And you see, you can give me a notice. Uh, actually, if anybody's looking, you don't have to be. I love looking at stuff. Actually, I love listening to stuff more, so is it sound-based? Not really. Okay. Partly because the iron train is noisy. Very noisy. You have those giant beast horse-like creatures, and it's an iron caravan that's hooked together. It should be belching smoke, but there's no reason it would do that. 19? Okay. About five. Uh, nine. Um... You could just tell that there's a big line of old wooden wagons that are, uh, you know, they're not covered wagons. There's wooden sort of uh, traveler wagons, uh, about six of them, from what you could tell, Black Oak. You see that they are making a good pace, Gwen, uh, and they're just starting to slow down because they spot you. But there's a lot of people, and on horseback, they're being followed by a good, a good number of people. And the one other thing I'll give you is the town itself. Um, it's a, it's just right in, in on this tidal estuary, so they got a big dock and everything. It's a big town, and you see lights out, like, just lights, um, oil lamps, all dotting the, uh, the, the rooftops that seem like they would have been left over from last night, because there's no reason to have those out now. It's fairly faint, you know, uh, the sun's, the great, uh, the red sun's at your back, and so it makes it a little harder to make things out, but yeah, you notice that. Cool. Uh, are we on the bridge, or did we cross the bridge? No, you crossed the bridge a while ago. Okay. 
Uh, it's obviously they're headed back the way you came. Um, and there's going to be no way they can pass. <laughs> the road's wide, but it's wide enough for your monstrous infernal machine. Ugh. I can't be bothered with every passerby. Uh, Galsworth will lean out the window and say, You there, send a rider to see what's going on. You're like, hey, hey. Um, the, uh, yeah, you do have a, a, I didn't mention it before, but there are a few, a few of the guardsmen have horses, uh, regular ones. Uh, there's only a few, though. There's like three, and they're usually tied, or they're riding point. And uh, one of the, um, probably the lieutenant, uh, heads out at a good clip. And he's got the banner. They all have the banner, and their the raiment on the horses is very much of the Dark Lord. Uh, the, you see that the train stops, or the, their wagons stop as he heads down. And he's gone for a good minute or two. It's They're about a quarter mile down the road. You not doing anything in the interim? Continuing on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we end up looking like we're going to, you know, run into them, I'll slow us down, but... After a little while, because um, you, you can't not go in super fast, uh, the rider heads back. Again, a good clip. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they said they'll make way. Uh, they're going to do that, but it'll take them a moment. And you see these just, like, milling around, and... Uh, the, on that, like the side that's near the, the water, it, it's a kind of a sheer cliff. It's just very rocky, just a bunch of scrub. The other side, it just kind of a, it butts up against what used to be an old cliff that's eroded away. So they're going to have to like move their wagons until they're almost leaning uh, out. Um, and so it's on there, and it's going to be a huge deal. You get to them before that happens. What were they, merchants? Uh, said they were merchants. Heading uh, into the old country for trade. Uh, well. This town's loyalist. Uh, it just had a celebration of the victory. I saw the banner everywhere. Excellent. Then we will have no need to um, cause any disturbances for them. All right. Move forward as soon as they get their wagons out of the way. You guys just want to fast forward to that? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it takes a while, and they make enough room for you, uh, and you draw closer and closer to them, and you see that, yeah, the, the six wooden wagons, pretty big, a couple of, uh, you know, older men at the lead, there's a few youths on horses, uh, a few women and children, there's a lot of ho- more horses than there are men, though, and you can't see what they're carrying. Um, as you go past, I assume everybody's paying attention, the two lead drivers are two like middle-aged men. They look like brothers. They nod and like salute. And they there is a a banner on the side of uh, uh, an insignia on the side of the first of the caravans that is in the Dark Lords, uh, as a stylized version of the flag. A little rough looking. And now I'll get you guys to do me another uh, notice. And you can use sound for this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't have that very much. I don't have notice at all. But I rolled a six, so yeah. that's always fun. Sixteen. Okay. Ten. Thirteen. Um, since sound applies, uh, sixteen. 
Okay. I got a three. All right. Yeah, you, you managed to get past them. Uh, they, they look scared, and there's very little space, so the giant, you know, intimidating <clears throat> iron wheels just creak by. Some of their horses are like... <clears throat> and the, your horse beasts, uh, there's not an official name for them, really. Uh, kind of, they have to be reined in, or they're going to take a chunk out of one of their horses, because they think they see them as prey. Uh and you slowly make your way past. As soon as the last of them, yeah, one of the younger men on the, their horses looks at you and just gets kind of white-faced. Like, yeah, wave as we pass by. Mm-hmm. Hello. 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 Um, you're the last one that kind of sees them, and they didn't know what you were at first. It's just like, why is there a tree in the back? And then you look at them, and they're like, you know. So you make the way past. As soon as you're gone, they start up real fast, and then they're on their way very, very quickly. They know what they're doing, drovers or something. Um, and the town itself is open to you. There's not a lot of people about um, just those who would help them. And there's a lamplighter going around dousing all the oil lamps from last night. He's shaking his head. Old, old man with a very long stick, stooped over Burn down the village, the whole village. You burn it all down. And he's dousing them. Do we need supplies of any sort? We should be fine. We're only a few days out. I imagine that they've given us supplies for several weeks at the very least. Now, as you know, uh, give me explorers to get the lay of the land. Not for me. Rolling associated uh, trait plus uh, one free die and then adding our skill. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're perceptive, you get an extra die, yeah. Mm, nice. Okay. Alright. 26. Damn. Uh, oh, yeah. I only have a 14. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's not a number. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> What'd you get? I only got 14. Okay. Uh, Black Oak, you just know the ocean is foreign to you, but um, it's still the earth. And. Um, you could tell that the change over the land has affected the tides in some way. Why? How couldn't it? The moon is strange too, and it's always big in the sky. Um, in fact, the, the moon can be seen during the daytime more often than normal, and it shines like a weaker sun. It's just as red. And this port city, even if it does have a ship that can take the iron train, the tides are so bad here in this estuary because the whole river disappears when the tide goes out and the whole thing goes back in almost like there's a huge change in the elevation it used to be it was always a problem uh but with the changes in the land it's even worse so the chances of you having safe passage out of here you can kind of tell that the seas are very angry and whatever changes in the world are affecting them too might be blunted because the ocean protects what it um in shrouds, but something's happened. Yeah, it looks gray black, probably very cold. Um, tides are kind of going out now, so you see, you can almost watch as the banks, the muddy, uh, it goes to stone and then mud as it recedes. Uh, the lamplighter sees you as a ho, hoi, hoi, and gets to the side. Oh. I'll stomp on out of the ah. carriage. Oh, by this. Mm. By the by, the what now? Uh, nothing, nothing, my lord. From the from the castle, yes. Yes, 
He just he's why he's got his head bowed. He just kind of finishes dousing one of the lamps just by feel. He's like, mm-hmm. tell me, is there a road going south here along the coast? Yes, yes, towards Greyport. Excellent. And various villages along the way. You will be staying here. Not much accommodation for the the royal taste, I would say. See, there's they got these two story narrow houses, uh, and a stone, uh, a cobblestone road that goes into well into the town. The road that's going to continue out of the town kind of dips into it a little bit. It's not a clean. It, it, well, this wasn't a, a planned city, obviously, uh, and it sort of sits on a little peninsula, a fairly largest town, and you know it should have hundreds and hundreds of residents. There are farms and such. Uh, once you get past the rocky hills, there are places with great pasture land and places to raise, um, you know, wheat and, and such. But they're not very good, and obviously now that's that's a mm, not an issue anymore. No, I don't imagine we'll be staying. Oh, very well then. Well, uh, congratulations, the Dark Lord has triumphed. Let me just kind of begins to wander back. <laughs> yeah, the lamps are all lit on the corners of every building. There's streamers up and banners, black and red. Uh, some of them have fallen, and people obviously had some sort of a party here last night. I should probably ask him about that. I'll say, before you go. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what celebrations did you have? Well, the, the victory of uh, the, the, the great Lord Summoner. Ah. Um, now you're Hmm? It wouldn't apply to you. Um, so, yes, and you gotta clean up. Nobody thinks of the poor lamplighters to keep the village from burning down. It's supposed to be doused in, in the middle of the night, in, before morning. And he just mumbles to himself. Do, do, do we know if the loyalist villages, like, how much of a part they played in winning the war? Are you asking me? Or I'm asking the GM. Yes. Oh, uh, you can give me a no on that. That's a tactical thing. I don't have no. This is probably more like Galdareth thing than mine. But I can give it a go, but I'm not. It's a five. Yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a seven on my no. Long, uh, like a while back, all of the loyalist villages given up their young men and uh, fighters. They've been part of the army for a long time. Uh, and it just kind of gutted the villages of able-bodied and some not-so-able-bodied men. And, of course, they faced terrible, uh, you, you know, casualties. A lot, some of them did live. It, it, probably one in three. Uh, it, just awful casualties. Because the head of the war came right up to, uh, you know, um, Melkarath. And it's a relatively narrow peninsula. I mean, you know, it's a few hundred miles across. But um, it's like, hey, we're going to have this... Right at the panhandle of Florida, all the all the armies, everything is going to have this one front battle, and it's going to decide everything. And so there was a massive amount of casualties. You should probably ask if there's been any new births. What's that? Have there been any new children in the interceding days after the victory of the Dark Lord? Hmm. I don't think so. Uh, Widow... Widow Gary's daughter was with child, but I don't think she had it. Mm. A lot of people have left, if I'm being honest. You can see some of the 
even though they have lights on them and streamers and banners, there's a lot of the buildings look kind of shut up. Is there a... Is there a leader to your town, a governor? Oh, the mayor? Yes. Oh, Mayor Cooper? Well... Give me an argue or a charm. No, no. <laughs> well, you're not yelling at him. I mean. No. It sounded like a charm to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a three either way. Uh, yeah, Matt Cooper. Yeah, I don't know if he's available. He's better than three, so. <laughs> <laughs> he must not be available. <laughs> Well, it, you were the one who's attacking. Yeah. Now, now it's, you, since you did it, and since social attacks are mutual, so you do one round and one set of rolls, and then now it's your choice to continue to do that. Mm. Yeah. You can give me a note of Verindra to see if you have a statue in this village. I don't think we've no, established that. We have not. Uh, I'm going to like peek out. Mm-hmm. Hello. Perhaps uh, you're aware of all of the lieutenants of the Dark Lord. But no. we are here. No, no, ma'am. Oh, wonderful. I'm Gwyn, the mistress of the hunt. Yeah, no recognition at all. That is Galzareth, the leader of the army. Mm, yes. And there are three others within this train, and I feel as though, as a village in the Dark Lord's domain, it would be fitting for your uh, leading officers to come greet us. You are, I'll, I'll, I'll find them. I do walk kind of slow, getting on in years, you know. Oh, just show us the way. Oh, very well. And he just hobbles. Now, are you guys just going to take the train all the way through the very narrow... I mean, the road is going to narrow. I'm willing to, like, just get out and walk with the guy. Would it, you'll be able to go through the main pass that goes past, like, the, the post and uh, various, like, trading posts. trading post. Uh, that's wide enough, but you, if you go into the village, you're not getting out without destroying it. No, I will just <laughs> go around. Hmm. Uh, but he's leading you directly into the village, so if you want to follow him, you're going to have to get sure. off the train. Uh, I'll get off the train and walk. Uh, 19 on the no for statue. You do have an old one. There's a, um, I wouldn't call it a gazebo, but there's a little gathering place deeper into the town, mm-hmm. like right on the water, where they would have weddings and funerals and, and public events. And there are a couple of old statues to various long-forgotten folk religions. And one of yours, very cleverly, the least descriptive one, is in the corner there. Okay. And it's probably still um, viable. Is anyone else coming with us? Sure. Oh, I'll go. Are you? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody disembarks, and the old man looks back and like, oh, oh, and he looks at you, oh, oh. Starts walking, just the center of town. He looks back over, and there's just weird motley crew behind him. <laughs> Has anyone ever noticed that the elderly are very chuckly in this place? <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you want to start doing that, you're going to regret every minute of it. <laughs> Wake up with one of them sitting on your chest with a knife to your throat. <laughs> and chuckling. <laughs> this knife kills demons. <laughs> sure it does, Grandpa. <laughs> Adrian, can I get a know on uh, what exactly was the impetus for villages to join the Dark Lord's fight? Like, what was in it for these people? We know oh, it was in yeah. it for us. That's a great question. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you can, you can get a feed for that. Ooh. A 10. 
Yeah, I mentioned that you guys were in Daymar. You're still in Melcraft. The Daymar, you'll pass that one before you get to... You pass into that country when you get into uh, the, the next town, which is miles away. What'd you get? Ten. Um, you would guess that, first of all, these places were here, and it's part of Melcraft, and they normally hold, held allegiance to whatever county of lords, the, the patchwork sort of a... Uh, fragmented nation, what it used to be, and when the Dark Lord just like came in like a storm and took them over, they had long since used to bowing down every twenty years or so to whoever took over and shifted the boundaries. And so when so one man came in, united all of them by annihilating them, and uh, they it was very easy for them to say that they were loyal. And then the war began to happen, and the power of the Dark Lord was manifest. So. They're not, there's not a real revolutionary spirit among the Melkraths for a lot of reasons. Um, and as bad as the Dark Lord is, fundamentally, there's no way he's like had the kind of predatory taxation or the sick like blood feud stuff that would have happened. He might have washed away a few villages because they were in his way or he thought they had disloyalty. But you know, as, as much as you know of the Dark Lord, he's pretty fair with those that are loyal to him. For you know, an archist, a champion of you, um, and so that had been several years ago, uh, about six. It's hard for you to reckon that time. It doesn't mean much to you, uh, and so the, the, yeah, the, they're just loyal because the, he's the one who's sitting on the throne. Once you get into Daymar, things are going to get weird because they, the, it's more up in the air. That's right. You don't have to. You're near the boundary or the border between the two nations. It's somewhat abstract. I'm not going to draw like a huge map about it. I'll just tell you where you're at. Um, let's see. So he keeps. He's actually walking you towards uh, that square, and near there is a big, nice house. You know, a lot of stonework, and it's got even bigger streamers. It's already uh, the lamps have already been doused and there is uh, a young woman maid clearly she's sweeping up the stoop and the old man comes around she looks at him he's like hey he's like, she's like he's like <laughs> and she looks like <laughs> and he's like <laughs> uh, and he's like well here's the mayor's house if you don't mind my lord I've got to finish my rounds and he just starts to walk away She's, she comes to she comes to you and like bows her head. It's like, uh, what, what can I do? What can I do for you? We are here to see your mayor. You may rise. Uh, he's not he's not in. Where is he? He's he's a holiday. Going on holiday. Uh, y'all notice on that if you got like any socially ones. I have a danger sense. I don't have a socially one. Oh, I did buy notice. <laughs> I got a, I got a six. Ten. Eleven. Uh, if it's sound based, a fourteen. If not, 11. I'll tell you if it's sound based. Okay. I know you want to leverage it, but of course, of course. Actually, I'll let you use that here because voice is sound, and I'm being very kind. <laughs> Thank you. That's a fourteen, then. Oh, she's hiding something. You can just tell by, it's not just, I mean, it's totally understandable that she's terrified of you, but she's hiding something. 
Um, at this point, um, I will just go wander off into the gazebo okay. and just check on my statue. This place is a mess. There's like old, uh, you know, clay mugs that have been shattered on the floor. You can smell ale, spilled out wine. Um, there are a few seabirds pecking at old plates. There was obviously a celebration last night. So it's, a, uh, it's like an open-ended gazebo with a, a nice, jaunty sort of wooden roof. Pretty big, bigger than this uh, apartment. And um, it, you know, it's U-shaped, so it has a balcony and then it overlooks the rocky ocean, which normally wouldn't be a terrible view, but now with the, the, the red sun and it's getting towards mid-morning, just the, the, the way it reflects off the sea, just like blood wine colored. And so there's nothing good to look at. You can see things cresting out over the horizon, beasts of some kind, and strange clouds moving against the wind. Uh, unless the wind just changes out there, but there's no reason to think it is. Um, your statues are on the balcony on a little raised dais to sort of, with a tiny little uh, fence around them to protect them from everything. And they have offerings in front of them that you put behind a little fence, and it's uh, that's a little messed up too. There's like a, a seagull sitting there in front of yours, like pecking at an old roll. There's a uh, the bird stayed back on the. Uh, it was asleep on the iron train. Oh, great. No one misses it. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad I reminded myself. Uh, I, did just she figure out that, that she's Yeah, that's having... an individual okay. notice roll. You all can communicate however you communicate. Okay. Right. I'll take a step, or Gwen will take a step towards her and uh, incline my head. And... <sighs> Young lady, the way you bowed your head indicates you know who we are, and therefore you know what we've done, and you know what we are capable of. So if you are hiding anything, honesty is rewarded by all of us. All right, uh, two feeds, argue or uh, dominate. Good thing I've argue. Sometimes I'm gonna only do dominate because of the nature of what you are and what you represent. And no matter how nice you are, it just sounds like a threat. Uh, 10. She's just like, um, no, no man, no, I'm, I'm not hiding. Not hiding anything at all. Uh, the mayor's Audi left a few days ago to, to visit cousins across the way. She mentions out to sea. Down the, to far in the great port and I'm just to take care of the house, me and my sister. She loses your eyes but just like for a second and you told that took something out of her. <laughs> um <clears throat> I'll say uh I'll say, it's like, I look over at the sea, it's like, no one crosses that sea. Look at Royal. Tell me now, where is the mayor? Okay, you can give me a dominate, have a feed. <laughs> we'll know how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I can find a way to fight anything. Uh, fear is always the best motivator. Yeah. Hey, gang, we'll have to ruin the day of some poor young maid. Yeah. I'm cleaning up the statues in the shrine area. If I had a chance to set the seagull, I would. Galdreth hasn't got to do a blood eagle on anyone in a long time, so he's itching. <laughs> oh, gotta cut the bloody cross in him. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, let's see. That's a 21. Yeah, she just falls to her knees and just starts crying. I'm sorry, I, I, please don't. I don't mean... He, he did leave, he did leave, but just now. Oh. <sighs> I'm sorry. Where's he going? Um, he didn't tell. He didn't tell me, but across the land towards the old islands to the north. I don't know why. How long ago? An hour. 
And I got your explore ride from earlier, if you remember. What sure. It was. Uh, was God, it was twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only way that that would have been is if they had to be on that train, and because that goes past Melcraft, it's a very dangerous road. But then keeps going east and north, and then it, you know it spreads into other different roads, and then there's ways to get to the old island. It's a long journey, and you get the sense that your arrival was really unfortunate timing for them. Hmm. You can see uh, you can't see their their baggage train here. You're well into town, and it's obscured by the buildings. Do we suspect treachery? The, the gull is just sitting there in front of your statue. If, if you use your staff to get into the mind's eye of that thing, right? So it's not just something that you'll see reflexively, okay? Because it would be a bad view. It's just a, a, a gull's giant head. Did he know we were coming, though? Probably not. We have not been subtle. It's true. Uh... Aside from chasing him back towards me, Mag, Mag, go, please. Yes. And I'll stroke the side of the face. Oh, no! Uh, God, I don't know what creeper is for a roll. Uh, charm? <laughs> That's a charm. Do you have a feet? <laughs> Alright, so it's five minus six. That's a one. Is it? Oh! She just kind of scrambles away. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you take a stress. You have no idea why, but as she scrambles away... Is this soak it? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's just one stress. You don't know why. It's just like, oh, what What just happened? Hmm. Uh, as she leaves, I'm going to uh, put my roots across the, uh, the soil where her tears fell mm-hmm. and see if I can taste them and what they taste like. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you trying to use for that? No. Okay, go ahead. It'll be kind of tricky. They're evaporating in the. I stabbed the seagull. I'm actually a little. I'm actually more than a little curious if the. Uh... You stab it? Yeah, it's desecrating all of the statues. <laughs> okay, well, you just, you just have your knife, right? Yeah, my ritual dagger. Give me a fight. I'm actually more what? just curious if it tastes like the. Uh... The loam, or the loam that I'm fed with, like, am I am I feeding on the tears of you know, fear and uh, am I feeding on the tears of others or just blood? What's the Dark Lord's secret recipe for my soil? <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Okay. Um, now, to be clear, the loam that he's given you that is uh, good soil, mm-hmm. it's just untouched soil. It's just normal. Um, you can, if you want. You haven't really dug your roots in at all into the land as it's been changed, really, out here, if, if I don't think you have on your way. No. You do that now a little bit. Now it's all packed, and it's this is a, in a town, so it's going to have a, a it's going to be less, it's more corrupted anyway because people are here. Yeah. You don't taste anything with the tears. It's just not enough there. Uh, but, yeah, when you when you get your uh, roots in a, a couple of feet, and actually you see when the cobblestones kind of stick up a little bit, um, it feels like it's been stripped of any good nutrients, but slowly something's welling up, like from the aquifer below, water or something else, very slowly, that's going to fill into the soil. You don't know what it is. You'd have to stay here for like hours just digging your roots in to try to f- reach that, and, uh, uh, but you could. 
I'm just saying that it'll take a while. She just flees inside. She closes the door quietly, and she doesn't actually. You hear her as quiet as she can drop the door bar. She's not going slam, <laughs> uh, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. "Please don't wake up! Please don't wake up!" <laughs> what is it, the, the, the old Dane Cook thing when you're like, "Cheater, cheater, herpes, herpes, herpes." <laughs> Sorry, we don't have to. We can cut that out. But, uh, <laughs> which means she won't. Which just means that I'll say it, so now that it won't. Um, so, um, did you kill the bird? No, I got one. Yeah, it <laughs> flaps away. It just flaps out and just takes off. I have to okay, imagine. Good. It drops its roll. Good. I have to imagine it's like a, a percentage chance anytime you tap into a statue, there'll be a bird or, or a person sitting on it. You have to have a sort of professional resilience to having bird shit on your stat. I mean, there's just, <laughs> this is the, hey, it's part of the job. You know. Putting a, in hindsight, putting one out, putting one up at makeout point was probably not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it incurs so much blackmail, it makes it kind of worth it. Now, if you can talk to the statues, it's like, oh, and they're like, oh, that's statue. It's like, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> can you, um, uh, can you? How long has it taken us to get here from? the place where we put the last statue. Perhaps you can spy on them as they pass by your statue on the road. There's no way that they're there yet. Um, you, now that you're out at the edge, you can look out and see as they're going. It's just, just Their train's moving pretty fast going up the road. They're about where you saw them. Uh, rather, they are about where you were when they, you saw them. Uh, heading into the woods. Uh, they're about a mile up. So, um, given it took us about half the day to get to this point from there, it will probably take them until sunset. Just. But I will check in. Yes. If you, the man didn't know we were coming. No. And he did flee out of here quickly and instructed his help to lie. I wonder what he's running from. If you'd like, I can send Thorn after him. Sure, any of my hounds are interested in getting a run. If he is treacherous and if is has ill intent towards the Dark Lord, I don't imagine that he and his small caravan will get very far or complete very much. I think that us chasing after them is a waste of our time. I agree. Very well. Humans migrate around very often for many different reasons. Y'all can give me a no. This is real hard. Because you're just trying to understand a person who's not there and what the motivations might have been. Five. I get a six. I'll spend. Fourteen. Twelve. Damn. Every time we explode, it costs us a point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Sometimes it's good to just like back off of it if you know. Um, my ear, eyes, and ears can are everywhere and illuminate hidden secrets of her. I'll let it for this because this is treachery and that's what you're about. Um, so thirty. Okay. Um, yeah, you suddenly just imagine little meetings of people planning things. The mayor is fleeing, and he's taken probably a lot of people with him. Those carriages could easily fit dozens of people. 
Um, this is right after the eve of, you know, the victory. And with the amount of people and planning what it would take, this is probably as fast as he could have gotten out of town in that caravan train. And you know that him going past basically the main road, past Melkarath, very close to the capital, is dangerous, but it's also one of the only ways to get inland really quickly. Mm-hmm. And there's no... You don't see any ships in the harbor that are big enough to hold very many... There's just fishing vessels. There's no... And getting down to Damar is uh, an open question, especially if, you know, they're loyalists. So you don't know how that would be um, taken. But you also don't know why they would be heading the direction they're heading and for what purpose. There's no way to, really no way to define that. I'll give you a, let's see, you got a 30, that's two questions. You can just think on it for a second. Okay. To. What are you all doing? Shall we be on our way then? I think so. This town's mostly empty then. You said right. You hear some people stirring around. Uh, it's early. It's mid morning, and they had a late night. Uh, you see windows, people peeking out of it, but it's like every third house. Um, you hear some horses being uh, fitted out for riding. Only a couple, uh, but not. And mostly just hear seabirds in the ocean. Tide's gone out now. And the river that you were next to is basically just a salt flat or like muddy, and uh, and then the birds have obviously like they always do have. Uh, gone down to the flats to eat crustaceans and such. I wish to go to the shore first before we leave. I have a suspicion. There, um, from the gazebo area, there is a very steep stairs that leads into just rocks that'll go down. It's kind of treacherous. Uh, uh, the only other way is to go back the way you came and then walk uh, down the cliff face. Um, it would take some doing. Very well. What do you suspect? He's angry. Do you think he's running from something in there? Yes. We can look. So, what do you think? He's um, abandoned this town. Regardless of the Dark Lord. Yeah, can we, I guess, scale the cliffs down towards the towards it's a, the sea? It's a labor. You're looking at an 18. Okay. Yeah. okay. My first question <clears throat> is, who was left or stayed behind in the caravan? Oh, there's no way you can tell who. Um, it's, this is more about motivations, okay. possible plans. You can't just okay. make up names. Yeah. Okay, well, the motivations and plans, like, clearly not everybody left in that caravan. Mm-hmm. So, did the people that left in that caravan want to leave and the people that remained in the town thought that the journey or the ultimate goal of that caravan was not worth it to them or were they you just, guess you know you like, get oh let me stop you there you guess that yeah they definitely wanted to leave and the people who remained behind remained behind to keep up appearances thank you okay i'm gonna stay here mm-hmm. i'm not built to climb i got a 23 uh, it used to be not as treacherous, but with the change in the lane and also the, the tides out. Yeah, yeah. It, mostly for you guys, the reason why it's so hard is because you're enormous. And this is a narrow path for anybody. Maybe a little kid, it would be easy. So you have to very slowly... What did you get, by the way? Oh, I didn't. Like, when I saw the path, I'm like, I'll let Galsarath right do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got 23? Yeah. Yeah, you just have to... Very, you have to go sideways, down. And, like, you're very tough, but a fall from a cliff 30, 40 feet below... 
you know, that could kill you. Um, which, you know exactly what that would mean for you. Uh, <laughs> um, right back towards the red wastes. <laughs> um, which hasn't happened to you in the mortal realm. So, um, And it begins to wind back and forth. It just scrub. And you hear things moving in the bushes. A lot of the scrub, um, it's not... I uh, forget. This was uh, autumn, as I recall, if I'm... I don't summer. Know. It's summertime, right? Because summer is your favorite season. Summer so is my favorite. Default page. to see a summer. I default to summer. <laughs> yeah. So these shrubs in the wintertime, they would be denuded like this, but they're they're like no, these are just dead. They're all dead. And like you hold out one, it looks like a strong root system, and you can watch this just leaning over, what he's doing. Uh, you grab it and it just rips out, and then like a um, bunch of pillbuck-like things and roach-like creatures are crawling away. Um, and it takes a while, then it's just stones, and you're just kind of stepping from stone to stone until you're out on a flat little spit of land that is uh, just drying in the sun. Normally it'll be, you can tell the water line in a few hours will come back up and this will be underwater. So yeah, you're at the, uh, the shore. Now this estuary is very wide and long, so you can see the sea, but this water is brackish and it mixes with a river, the rather small river that comes in. What am I looking for? <laughs> the anger of the sea. Yeah, I'll get right on that. I don't know what you thought. <laughs> you could, are you just gonna look wistfully out to the sea, skip a few rocks? Uh, no, I'll look, for, I'll look for like caves or anything on the shoreline. Explore. You don't want to feel the hair, the wind in your hair? <laughs> the chances of my success are low. Feel the cool sea breeze on the patches of skin that sure. aren't covered in armor. Will you wear the bottoms of your trousers rolled? <laughs> I got a five. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. Sea's red, like blood. Mm. There are calls of sea animals and birds. Some you recognize, some you don't. Um, this is a very. This isn't a nice sandy beach where it just gradually gets deeper. This goes out. It's like oh, it's two feet, it's three feet, thirty foot, and then it's just deep ocean on this side. So the estuary is deep cut into uh, right as it leaves the shoreline. My, my geography's crap, so if I get this wrong, I get this wrong. I don't really care. Um, so it's just deep, it goes out brackish water, it gets really deep really quickly and then joins the main sea. And of course there's a, a line where the sediment from the, what normally, what used to be a, a larger river, um, would join it and it would just be different looking waters, but it's all just turned red. There's just these kind of breakers that kind of interfere with each other out there. For you, it has a sort of quiet beauty to it. This would be a peaceful place if it were in the red waste. There's no oceans there. Um, of water anyway. Um, and the red sun is very strong now. You know, it's late morning, not very many clouds except for the strange ones out, the grayish ones out there. The moon is up, like, you know, at 10 a.m. like it does. Okay. You can, uh, if you're staying there for a bit, you can give me a no roll, but what are you guys doing? I'll do that. Uh, I'd like to, um, not straying too far from our, our train, mm -hmm. kind of walk around the town, up and down streets, and see if I can count how many houses have been vacated. Okay. Uh, explore notice. 
I got a six. Um, the Kyurger. Oh, I'll just move around and look to see if there's any weird light. The pale one hasn't come with you. She won't. She's kind of, um, what, what's the word, presumptuous? But she's not that presumptuous. She's just like hop down. It's like, what's we doing, guys? You know, she's We well, also gave her own flesh pl- to play with, so. <laughs> yeah, she's true. She's probably on train making yeah. stuff. She's taking, like, you know, Instagram photos with it, like, really high Oh, up. yeah. <laughs> <A> little... <laughs> No, I'll, yeah, uh, I will wander around the town and kind of look for any weird, strange life that, kind of like what I did no, at the notice, last place. Notice or explore. Does she start a Skinstagram account for it? <laughs> uh, uh, she could put a bow around it. Uh, like it has anything close to a gender at all. It has all the genders. <laughs> um, <laughs> These things reproduce asexually, so... Uh, the first wind blew at my back. They don't have them for their entertainment. And it shall guide me to what I seek. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, then 15. Okay. On explore. You had, I think, another question, Verindra? I'm still thinking. Hey, you jumped right into your wheelhouse with this character. Mm-hmm. Usually this takes a, a little while I mean, when you fill in notepads full of information. I got a four. Um, the only thing oh, you yeah. really notice, Kyrdra, is there's there's no dogs. You don't see any cats. Usually, at the seaside or even like a you know estuary, they'll have a lot of cats. Dumpster cats. Uh, well, fisher cats, which basically dumpster cats with life skills. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> uh, they're not just eating pizza crust and getting hit by cars. Dumpster cat. I'm not gonna do the whole thing. I'm gonna do it. Um, there's you don't see any. No dogs. The you can hear the clip clop of those horses that were getting ready, and, mm-hmm. and you actually, as you go down an alley, you are crisscrossing with um, Gwen. So you have these weird moments where you, it's like you're going down different aisles at a store, and you're looking, you're like, oh yeah, the person I came with. <laughs> yeah, that weird sort of uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And as you you're crossing one of them, you see uh, a young man on a horse just clopping out of town. He's wearing like. Basically, gray riding gear, and he's got a floppy hat and a sword on his side. Mm. And as he goes by, he looks at you and just goes like that, like it means like nothing. Just like howdy, and he just keeps going. Yeah, you can hear that too. Uh, but yeah, it's about every third house is full. Um, you notice. There's a kind of a smell, like oil, hmm. probably from the recently dust oil lamps, but it's there, it's fairly strong, and on the corners of one of the houses, you j- this just catches your eye, there is a simple, you know those hobo s- symbols that they'll yeah. put on? It's just a couple of like three diagonal lines and a dot, uh, just sitting there, it's been recently carved into the stone. Uh, I Where's Verindra at? She's back on the, with like you know, a couple hundred yards away. I'm gonna start calling, uh, Verendra. When you have time, there's something here you must see. I mean, she's a good ways away. You can probably hear the echo of it, but you're in the middle of your no thing. I'll go 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 to get her and bring her back then. Okay. It'll be a minute. Mm-hmm. So, I got a six on the no for the beach stuff. You don't understand what's going on at all with the world, but you can ask one question. Is there danger here in the nearby vicinity? Oh, in the ocean? Yes. 
But you don't know if that would have been true even if it was normal. It probably would have been true even if it was normal. Okay. This is a northern sea. There's big, you know, fish out there and other things you've heard of. It's worse because of the red sun. You could feel its influence. You just, it's just antithetical. It's not antithetical. It's just... Uh, I use the word orthogonal too much, so I've been trying to avoid it. But <laughs> it's independent from your thing. You're a demon. You have nothing to do with that. The, the black oak would know more. Hell, uh, the Kyurger... Alright, I'm going to start making my way back up the cliffside then. I'll, uh, I'll let that ride. It's just going to take you a while unless you want to roll again to get something better. I'm good. I mean, orthogonal, very good Scrabble word. Orthogonal, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so my second question was, um, with this evacuation, was it like a hasty retreat or meticulous planning? They planned it, um, and it just come to, it's just come to fruition. Um, as you... Or, Heading up fairly briskly, I assume. Yeah. And you pass by. You don't have to roll for this. You see um, some a little flash of white cloth in a couple of alleys over just that way. Uh, I'm gonna detour to that and then continue towards Verandra. You gonna chase after it? Oh, it's something moving. It's yeah, just, just somebody. Somebody. Probably. Okay. Unless I... somebody put a dress on a dog. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and regroup with people. Okay. You um. You get there within a few minutes, and yeah, you're back on to the gazebo. You guys kind of get up at the same amount of time. Verendra, there is a uh, symbol carved into a house that looks like the ways some of my old friends would signal each other, but I think it means something, and I'm not sure what, but you might. Okay, we can take a look. There's no animals here. Oh, you went back to? Yeah. Okay. No livestock. You can give me a black oak a sense on that. Uh, no. Yeah. I saw one gentleman on a horse, but that was it. Nine. Um, yeah, there's not, even with the rest. I'm sorry, uh, hold the wisdom of bygone era and fallen forest. Yeah, that'll buy. So 12. 12. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, the, even with the Red Sun, even with the war and the evacuation, it, there should be more animals about. That was the mm-hmm. only seagull. There's a few down in the, the, you know, the mud flats as the tide's gone out, but there should be hordes of them. This place would be crawling with them. I mean, you see old droppings everywhere, but nothing new. You uh, all arrive. You're at the gazebo. Um, let's see. Yeah, that'll be a notice on you, Gwen. Okay. And sound based. With the lack of animals, um, the seas roiling, they might have left um, due to supplies dwindling and sought to seek their fortune elsewhere. It is a common thing um, for migrations, especially in the face of desperation. Um, The thing I am most concerned about is that this was not something that happened overnight, so like no great beast came in, destroyed the village, and no, 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 no. No, there's no signs of struggle. Um, they planned this, they planned to leave when they did, and more than likely this celebration might even be part <coughs> of their ruse. But that is my personal speculation. I wonder if they thought that perhaps the Dark Lord would lose and they were hedging their bets, and now that they realize that they were fake loyalists that any kind of scrutiny they've made their way out of the out of the country or mm-hmm. the province uh, 13 on the notice yeah you hear very faintly coming from somewhere in the town in multiple places the sounds of glass breaking 
I had a feeling this was coming. They're going to burn their own. Yeah, and immediately she says this, and like like a bunch of buildings just they just go up, just just like an accelerated fire. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see. So, what are you guys doing? We need to move. I head to the back to the the uh, train. All right, you uh. Are you going to move quickly or yes. just walking? Yeah, I'll move quickly. Yeah, so it's, it's every third or fourth building it goes up, and then they ca- another one will catch, hear a crash. Uh, uh, so give me move rolls or labor if you want to use that. I'll usually be nice and let you use labor when it's just plodding along. Uh, my feet stay nimble to keep me out of harm's way. Yeah. Uh, destroy the labors of men. No. <laughs> I got an eight. I mean, They're doing that on their own. <laughs> I don't even need to be here for this. I got an eight. Okay, eight. Uh, seven. Alright. Um, Seventeen. Okay, yeah, you, you pull out ahead very quickly, Gwen. Uh, uh, I got a twenty-four. Uh, there's a crash, and obviously engineered, uh, the buildings that are adjacent to the main thoroughfare, one of them just crumbles, fiery timbers, and just the smell of oil is just everywhere. Um, and so you have to, you quickly see that there's another side way to go. Uh, what did you get? An eight. An eight. Okay, everybody's above the six. Uh, you're able to reroute back, and then there's a couple of buildings that haven't caught fire or weren't playing on it, uh, and you're, you have to weave through there because most of the ways are blocked off by flames now. Smoke... And, and it just fills the air. And with the red sky already, it becomes dark, just kind of infernal looking. Yes. So you said that uh, one out of every three houses are full More of or less. It's really kind of hard to tell. Are those houses full of people burning with people trapped in them now? You would ju- guess that, yeah, there's people trapped in There's nobody running out. Do we care? Well, that's what... Oh, do you care? <laughs> yes. I know. Do we care? We're I, all affected by this thing that makes us... I, all right, right. I was, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you asked it, so it's going to... Fall to you. <laughs> Make the tree man deal with fire. This will be <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, let's see, what do I have you at? Oh, yeah, you're well there, everybody else. <laughs> um, so that's a 15 of that feeling coming up against you, the enchantment again, which you've kind of gotten familiar with. And you just picture little children and, uh, like, Underneath the ease of a burning building, crying and suffering, and, and yeah, it just sort of appears to you. Now, it's an enchantment. You can resist it through believe, or you direct enchantment, or if you accept it, then you would be compelled to try and save somebody. Uh, if I fight against it, do I, uh, and I lose, do I, am I still compelled? Or no, you can fight against it, and it won't compel you. It's okay. just things will accelerate. All right. Uh, it's fire. That's a fairly primal fear for you know most plant-based creatures. Uh, this so, is a bad one too. It went up real fast. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, fight against it because fuck humans yeah. uh, and their tiny little spawn. Uh, so I would roll belief. Great. Such a good roll for me. Five. Okay. That is a 15, you get a 5, which is a 6, so that's 2 curse. Okay, then I can spend what to soak? Just one. A soul. A soul. Yeah. One soul point. And uh, I think you have a 2, so you can yep. soak yeah. all of it. Yeah, the, the, he, you guys are near the tree, and he, he pauses for like a half second and then continues on. Uh, as you're going by, 
Uh, well, what are you guys doing? Um, is there... Moving? Yeah, I mean... Uh, do we see a clear path back towards the the train? Or is there, like, stuff that's falling in our way? This... It, once you get past the side alleys that you use, you have a clear shot. It wasn't intended to trap you guys. This wasn't that cunning of a plan. They were going to burn the town. Is all all that you could uh, for entry that you could tell. Um, so as you weave in and out, a couple other buildings collapse behind you. Smoke billowing. Uh, you hear a few faint voices crying in the building you're going past. It didn't go up really fast, but the fire next to it is catching on this building. And it's the last one as you're rounding that you'll go to the main uh, road, and you can see your iron train. Um, everybody can also see, going up the, the, the great road that you came down, there's a uh, figure in white and a figure in gray moving fairly quickly on the road, just running. Running towards the town or away? Aw away. Um, I would like to, uh, use, I use Conjure to get new ones or invoke to get my hounds to chase them down. You think, uh, you could do that, uh, but you think that it would be a tough shot, but you've done better with your bow. Okay, yeah, I will try and aim at them and, uh, take them down. Um, ideally, I can get them right in the heel as they're running. I don't want to kill them. That'll be yet harder, but you yeah. have a feet for the, uh... I'll try to go into the building where we hear people. Okay. Um, yeah, the door is, uh, is locked, and it's not warm yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, so how are you gonna get in? Is there a window? There's a few. Are they... Is it, are they locked? There's one, yeah, no, it's a two-story house. There's windows by the side. Mm -hmm. It's not, nothing in security. They're just single pane. Okay. Yeah, I'll break a window. Okay. Climb in. Give me a labor. It's not super hard, but... Uh, 18 on the aim. Okay, yeah. You, you guys around the corner, you see all the, the two people running up there a long way away, and you just do the bow, and you bring it down. You guys see that happening. What do you do? You got a half second here. It's going to take her a minute to just really side him in. And <coughs> um, I know I'm doing a lot of things with my hands, but I can't I can't stop doing that, so. <laughs> it's a three. It's just going to take you a minute. Um, you break in and you uh, like crap, like knock the pain out and crawl over. Uh, take a wound as it cuts you. And you find yourself like tumbling to the living room. The smoke's starting to come in, and yeah, you can hear the crying. It's coming from like on this floor a few rooms away. Okay, I'll move towards it. Yeah, yeah. As okay. quickly as I can. Um, I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not paying attention to her. Um, as we're running, I am looking for any temples, quote-unquote, of either the to either the Dark Lord or to the Three. There's no temples here. Oh, okay. Uh, the closest thing was that sad little stand of old stuff. Okay, here. gotcha. Um, what do you do? Uh, I'll probably just continue running. Alright, you, you side them in, you take the shot. They don't really know what you're doing because you, you're probably kind of invisible to them because the, you know, you're backed by the full burning of the town. Yeah. Um, you side in, are you using any weird arrows or just a normal one? Um, you know what? I There's a lot going on right now. I'm just going to reach into my quiver. Okay, well, give me your sheet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the instant kill arrows. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. The annihilation arrows. I never wrote down what any of those Oh, were. well, that just leaves it for me to choose whatever. I yeah, so basically what we decided when I did stuff is that uh, I have uh, nine er- er, two slots of nine arrows, and they do stuff, but it's been so long, I don't even remember what they do, so... Mm. You, you're starting to get in, you say, oh, the Blackthorn arrow. Interesting. <laughs> you let it go, just high arc. And <laughs> you see, um, um, disintegration. You're aiming for the the girl in white. It's obviously a girl, and the, the figure in gray was behind her. And either he or she saw what you were doing. They leap ahead of it and take the arrow straight to the back, on, in the side, and they crumble to the ground. The other figure, uh, like, falls next to them, probably just to try to help them, and they just stop. Great, I'm going to pursue towards them. That'll be a move. Um, I'll instead, since there's nothing around, um, I'll instead take a, take a second since he's breaking into a house um, to just use my danger sense and see if there's anything like further explosions, other people. What's the around. talent? How's it read? Um, it's notice, um, always vigilant, cold green eyes, sense danger in all directions. Yeah, go ahead. 12. Okay, yeah, you, you take off uh, at a good clip. Probably it's going uphill, quarter mile, but you're a good runner. 18 danger sense. Couple minutes, maybe. 18, okay. Let's see. You can just sort of feel your your preternatural senses that a lot of these houses were rigged to explode and then collapse. The one he went into was not, but you know there's people in a lot of these who just decided that that's how they were gonna go out. Um, So, but the one he's going into isn't rigged. It'll burn real quick. Um, although these have like stone frames and the walls, mm-hmm. and they're just basically tinder boxes. Uh, so the only danger is really just the few. He's got a couple of minutes to get in and get out, or it'll be burned, all, all, quote unquote, alive. Okay. Um, I will stay back and make sure he gets out. Okay. All right. Have I ever taken anyone with me through my weird little flesh portals? Not, not here. Do I know if it's you've had, possible? Oh, you've had playthings in the labyrinth where using that ability is very easy. Mm-hmm. And there's weird doors, and, and you can almost just think for them. You use your knife, but it's much easier there. Yeah. And you've had playthings. People, mm-hmm. some of which you realize, oh, they were from different worlds. They were not humans. But they trucked with things they shouldn't have. They used the puzzle, a puzzle. Got got you all Hellraiser style, and you had eternity, you know, their flesh kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yada yada. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. And, and you would drag them through different realms to like for the torment and ecstasy of it all. Okay. You come around the corner, and uh, cl- under the stairs is a is a uh, a little boy mm-hmm. crying. His mom is next to him, and she uh, is just flat on the ground. Um, she doesn't seem burned or anything, but you can tell she's just dead. Just Stone dead. Okay. And he's just crying over and he's just him. him. It's just him. Okay. He looks to be about, uh, yeah, uh, Lena's age. Okay. Um, yeah, I will. Um, child, do you wish to live? <laughs> Mama. <laughs> she, she's gone. We, we must leave now. Give me an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you like a learned character? Yeah. You got to learn it too. Pick a few of your levels and argue. Do you have any social talents? Nope. 
I mean, it, it makes sense. His social tone is being creepy. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I'll be creepy and people will leave me alone. Four! Alright. Four. <laughs> he doesn't know what you're saying and he can't calm down, so you're just going to have to grab him. Okay, I will grab him and try to uh, get out of the building. As you're going back the way you came in, there's a, just a crack as one of the... Uh, Roof beers just a crash, comes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about to strike you and the kid in the sh- like right across the back. Probably be a move to yeah. dodge out of the way. Yeah, I will dodge out of the way. Mm. It's a seven coming at you. Yeah, that's good. It's well, it's a fifteen. Yeah, you uh, dodge through. You see Verindra outside looking through the window. Luckily, this is a small house. You just. It's coming down, you just jump, you leap for the window, you crash through, don't cut yourself this time, and just land in the front, uh, it's not really a yard, basically right on the street, mm-hmm. and you tumble, and the smoke just billows out, and you, the top part of the house just catches, kind of just collapses inward, like a bad souffle. Just... His mother's dead. And he's a little kid, he's just shaking. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, a nursery? I'll take the child and we'll leave. Well, he has nine. You can't just, you know. I mean, he he does do the thing. I have four arms. I will take the That's child. That's right. And leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does the thing little kids do when they just clamp onto you. Yeah, but you got four arms, so uh, and he's just crying, uh, almost wordlessly crying. Uh, he's like out of gas, basically. Can like designate two arms for child, two arms for whatever else you need to do. One for staff, one for Quill. Mm-hmm. Um, she's chasing after. I imagine that I've continued running. Are you um, running up the road? Well, you're, you're really close to the train now. You, your men are now circling around. Um, this has only been a couple of minutes, like a minute, mm-hmm. and they have geared up the, the, the extra horses they have, and when he sees you, he's like, Sir, I don't have to tell you. We need to leave. Yes. Um, <clears throat> there were... Can I see the two riders, or the two people that oh, were... Oh, yeah, you can see her just going up the hill, <laughs> and this is opposite direction. Because remember, you're continuing past this town to go into Daymar. Yeah. And that's black the way you came. Yeah. Uh, is the is the uh, gray-clothed guy still down? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you saw that. It took him right. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'll say... You see... Uh, you both see this. You're just a lot closer. That the woman who stands up is the maid from the mayor's house... She stands up, and she looks at you coming at her, and then she's about 60 yards away, mm-hmm. about four feet away from the side of the cliff. She looks at you, does something with her hands, and just leaps off the cliff. <laughs> so you, it's 60 yards. If you could pull out something supernatural, you could stop her. Um, Got an arrow. <laughs> I mean, Well, yes. she didn't fall. <laughs> through the neck <laughs> hit her to the ground oh. she's already got an arrow on the back right? no that was the man That's oh the, the man. man's got the arrow who the was yeah. the lamplighter by the way <laughs> gotcha yeah. um okay so uh I'm going to focus on um a great hunt in a very old forest where trees were down it took Many uh, of myself and a few of my acolytes to lash ropes around it and pull it out. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to use my conjure, uh, I call forth the might of the wild hunt, to lash a rope and pull her back. Okay, that's going to be tough, but you have feet. You know, hunts aren't really good at saving people, so... <laughs> okay, okay. I should have spent on that, but... 
Fifteen. Okay. Um, from the cliff high up above her, um, you know, with this, this forest up there, kind of uh, scrabbly, uh, like there's a crack appears in the side of the cliff, and a root or a vine shoots out and uh, like towards the young woman and like kind of past her as she's flying. And out of instinct, she grabs onto it. Uh, you could tell that like, it was just instinctual. And so she grabs it, and you see her disappear over the side, and there's a thud as she hits the side of the cliff. And now you've got like 50 yards to get to her. I'll try and close that. You can see that. Oh, look at that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are right next to uh, Verendra and Kyrgyz. You're next to, really close to the Iron Train. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to okay. get quickly to my men. I'm going to say um, the dead man in the gray cloak. Go get him, see if he has any clues on him. We believe that there might be treachery from this town. <clears throat> right. Uh, two riders just... Uh, they, you're still running, and you're going pretty fast, but these are horses, and eventually they catch up to you. Uh, they go single file. They're very skilled riders, like single file, just around. Uh, and they get, without just a blink, they get right up to where the girl's hanging from the vine. Uh, one of them grabs the old man, puts him on there, and the other is standing like, what... What should I do? Pull her up. Yeah, and uh, and so he proceeds to begin to help her up, like reaching down, grabbing her, her clothes and pulling. And she, you could tell now that she's fighting him, and he's like, ah, like as she bites in, into him. But he's he's uh, trying his best. Okay. You might need to put her down. <laughs> yeah, well, probably, but. Um. And as by by the time you get up to there, he's drug her back onto the side of the cliff, and she's struggling, and he just kind of holds her and gets her into kind of a, a dubious hold. And, and you know he's a soldier, and she's just a young woman, so he he's got her. Also, she's exhausted, um, and she's just kind of goes limp. Uh, I'm going to sit down cross-legged in front of her. Mm-hmm. Do you wish to talk now? She doesn't say anything. What's your name? She doesn't say a word. Ah. Be making my way up towards them at the moment. <laughs> I mean, you, you're not, it's not like you're out of shape, but, you know, just you a lot. You be dramatic about it? I just clank a lot. Yeah. Um. Do you, you other two, do you get into the Iron Train? They're ready to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure us three yeah, meet up and get into the Iron Train. Um. Yeah, Lena has been watching through the window of her cabin this whole time. Her eyes are just wide. And uh, she sees the little, the little boy that you have. Oh, we're the worst babysitters. <laughs> you can pry him off, yeah. And uh, her cabin is probably the best place for him right now. Um, I'll pry him off and I'll look at the Kyager and be like, kind of like, do you want this? Uh-uh. You sure? No. No. He won't. Uh, There's a snot trail running down. <laughs> I, it's probably not great. Uh, I'm, I'm I'll sure. pick up the child, thrust it to Lena, and go, We got you a pet. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, oh. And then you just you shove him in the cabin. Yeah, I just, I just shove him towards Lena and shove them both in the room. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, then they close the door. Actually, the nanny, mm-hmm. uh, the governess, uh, closed the door behind. Uh, and I'm sure that is problem solved. <laughs> yep. No problem whatsoever. Yep. Uh, and you're just going to start the train? I mean, they're ready to go. Uh, they're only waiting for um, Galzareth and the Huntress. 
I mean, I wouldn't wait for me. <laughs> I mean, there's no way they could outrun you. Yeah. I think it was 10 miles an hour. Um, can I be up there with them now? Yeah, either. Um, uh, Galzareth will take his sword off uh, and, like, hold it off his uh, out of the sheath or whatever he keeps it in. Hold it um, in his hand just as a, like, uh, and just sort of lazily look over at her and say, Talk. Give me a, a dominate. Ooh, that's garbage. Uh, fear is the best motivator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifteen. She doesn't say anything. She just kind of sque- like squeezes her eyes shut. Um, you've got the now blasphemy is the name of the sword, right? Yes. You, you have like a little red cape that you wear. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> What, it, what does it look like when it's fully out? You haven't described it. Um, it is a great sword length, just black iron blade um, mm-hmm. uh, that like undulates with dark power mm-hmm. uh, and just has the, like a big red gem on the um, on the palm for the pommel of it. Okay. Um, there is. Mm. Oh no! Not again! <laughs> I just love when the dice do what I want. <laughs> You'll be alright. Uh, there's a 19 enchant coming from you from the sword. Oh. Uh, is it telling me to kill her? You don't know what it's doing. Uh, it's Blasphemy's never been like this before. It has made demands on you for you know because it wants to violate anything sacred. But mostly that meant just whatever other demons valued in their dark power is you like to overturn them, right? Right. Um, that's what I imagined it looked like. It would, it's not going to be... No. It, I mean, that's... It, it would be just like three inches wide. It's a normal sword. It's not... It's I mean, not it's a huge sword. sword. It probably weighs six pounds. Yeah. What's that blasphemy? Throw to me down the well. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, yeah, it would cry out for blood or violation. It's doing something different now, and it's doing it to you. Huh. What? Um, that, yeah, that doesn't make it... Okay. I'll resist it, I guess? Um, if it's trying to enchant me... It is. Uh, curses will find no purchase in demon blood. Sure. Alright, wish me luck. <laughs> is it a 15 you had, Adrian? 19. 19. 19. I got a 13. Okay. Yeah, uh, this... This is a, it feels different, but you know what it's coming from the sword, but you know what's going on, and you feel the sword get a little cold in your hand, mm-hmm. and the the gem shifts a little to gray, just a little bit like a swirl within it, and you feel its desire is for mercy. You resist it, but that's a, a curse. Oh, <laughs> soak that. I look down at the, I look down at the sword, mm-hmm. like, and now uh, uh, on the sw- like kind of swirling black blade, right across the center line of the blade, there's like a, a line of silver, that's going up of it. It's about halfway up the blade, as if someone had inlaid silver. It doesn't look bad, but it's definitely new. I'm going to uh, look at the girl. Mm-hmm. She's completely shut down. Right, young runner. 
I wish to know your reasons, and I wish to know your people's plan. And I have all the time in the world, and you will too, because you're coming with me. I'm sorry, you give two feet. I thought that was a given. <laughs> that she was coming with us. Uh, no, she could be killed. That's true. That's very true. Uh, I've lived long enough to hear this argument from my mouth and the logic remains flawed? No, because she's not saying anything. That's very true. Uh, it's an eight. She just, like, kind of holds herself and is just crying. You can tell, uh, mechanically, she's incapacitated. Yeah. Alright. I'll uh, say can I can I carry her? Uh, she's normal woman size, like sixteen years old. I mean, there's also her. two horses down there and a couple well, of soldiers. The, right there, uh, and he, he, one of the soldiers like, should we put her on the horse? Bring her back. We need to interrogate her at some point. Put her in my quarters. Um, he just grabs her like sack of potatoes, just lays her across the horse. Check that. I need to. What did my arrow do to the old man? Oh, okay. He's crumbled over a few feet away. You go um, and uh, you turn him over, and you hit him in the side. It's gone through his guts and probably his liver, and it was pretty much a lethal shot. He's bleeding out of his mouth. Uh, you see where the arrow protrudes; the thorns have like grown more, such that were this not a kill shot anyway, it would, it, if you tried to pull it out, it would just tear you to shreds. Either direction. Yeah, no, they blossom like they're like gone like this. It's like, oh. like a cactus kind of with awful, cruel black uh, thorns. I'm going to remove it. As soon as you touch it, it goes back to normal. Yeah, great. Uh, I'll take it out, put it in my quiver. He does, there's like, either he's got a little life left in him or it's just gas escaping. It's like... <clears throat> but he, he, he seems like he's like, he's dead. You, do you head back down towards the train? We need to get out of here. Yes. The okay. town is just just fireball. Um, uh, you make it to the train without other incident. The soldiers put her in one of their, uh, you know, the, the two extra cabins in front. And We're going to run out of room on this train. <laughs> and uh, it, it sets off. The road past the, uh, the seaside village there, um, heading towards the south. So yeah, you've got back to the Iron Train and you're heading to on the Long Road. It's called the Long Road. That um, now it's going to hug the coast, and it's it's a several days travel to uh, to you get to where um, Greyport is, which is the largest port city at Daymar. Um, and you know a little bit more about that. Uh, you have a lot of Arindra of uh, spies. I'll say spies when I mean statues. Although you have talked with people one, occasionally mostly back in um, the uh, Eltheria because you had people who were loyal to, uh, you wouldn't call it a cult but uh, you haven't heard from them in a long time but there's a, you have a lot of statues there and that's where you could probably get a ship if you're going to Eltheria which is I assume what was the plan I'm going to uh, uh, give like they said they're putting the girl in like a one of the empty quarters. Yeah, there's just no space in Lena's anymore, and uh, but there is space where the uh, the men will sleep. They don't. They have bunks there. Like so, basically, she has your five big old cabins in the back, and then two one for the driver, one for the men. But mostly they're on their horseback, or they sleep on top. Or they. 
I, uh, I'll have um, one of my hounds go stay with her, and when she comes to, uh, he will bring her to me. Uh, okay. Uh, it's mostly just instructions. Stay with her. Tell me when she wakes up. Okay, so you just, like, open the door for him and he goes in? Yeah. Yeah, um, the governess has given the young woman, she's put her on the bed and given her some water. Um, she's just completely out of it. Her eyes are kind of, like, twitching in her head. She's obviously uh, seen a lot of better days. Lena and the little boy's curled up on her bed crying and she's patting him. <laughs> and the governess is, like, real frazzled. She's got a tray of, like, uh, sweet biscuits or something that she's putting out for the little kids. Well, Lena grabs one. Lena's completely nonplussed by any of this. Uh-huh. And the dog just comes in. And Lena pats it because she's always gotten along with it. And the governess is like, because she can't stand the thing. <laughs> Most people can't. Uh, oh, well, since I know that. And it's a big old wolfhound, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's they're It's like huge. 200 pounds, yeah. It's like a mastiff, basically. Yeah, now there's no room for anybody in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, since that's the case, I'll look around, I'll see the governess. Bring the girl to my chambers. Thorn, come. Just walk away. Okay. Um, the governess, like, nods, and it, it may be a moment she's... Uh, That's fine. And you, you're all, like, getting at full speed. Now, there's a gentle kind of slope, and so the iron train, it, it can get up to a decent speed if you really want it to. And uh, you can still smell smoke. Is everybody like looking out, or are you back in your chambers? Yeah, I'm back in mine. Yeah, the, the pale one's there, and she's uh, she's got um, a wooden tray on her bunk, and she's got her flesh pup in there, and she's having it follow her fingers around and things like that. And it, it moves with on its little stubby legs, but it also kind of accordions a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a little longer. Mm-hmm. And you see that, oh, she's it's, it's an incredibly gentle thing to do. She's changing its flesh by having it form actions that will do it. Uh, and so it kind of grows in the direction of what she's telling it to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just grab the thing and like put it in the form you wanted and then hurt it and then give it pleasure of some kind and then you know, then turn it into something else. Um, it's still pretty small. Um, she not, looks up at you and nods. She's got this sort of beatific smile on her face. She's very content. Uh, as we're leaving, uh-huh. Something about this is still bothering me slash black. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> oh, not not the li- lives part. Um, the fact that like all the wildlife and everything was missing, like that shouldn't have been affected by plots to no. burn the town down. No, that was the sun. So, oh, that was just the sun. You could just tell. Yeah. Okay. That was the sun. Um, you could get a no on that. Sure. Can you have a feed actually? I'm taking a look at the sword. Right. This is like the... Give me a no on your sword. Mm. Now, your connection to it is not like it's a fine sword that has served you well. It's always a little embattled, right? It wants things. And you will, you've will. you been good at feeding it, but... Okay. Uh, 16. Mm. Get to that in a sec. <sighs> the, as you, the coastal road... The, the, it's going to veer away from the coast a little bit, and Daymar is very hilly, and eventually you're going to lose track of the coast. It's going to get closer and closer to the ocean, but you, 
for a while you're just going between like low valleys between hills. I got a seven on the no. Um, yeah, it's changed a little bit. Um, it's nature, isn't, you've never 100% understood it, but the enchantment that's on you has spread to it. The, um, the gem's gone back to red, and the silver is still there, just a little, it looks a little dull now. It looks as if someone expertly inlaid it into a, a narrow fuller on the blade that it never had before. Um, this is one of those blades that was probably not forged exactly, or it was a piece of somebody that, uh, however you got it is up to you, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you can get a question on that, and, um, let's see. Oh, and, uh, would the Wisdom of a Bygone Air and Fallen Forest count? Uh, yeah, that'll apply for this. So, 19. Okay. You, the thing that was troubling you about the ocean sort of gels in your mind now. It, under the influence of the red sun, it called to things. Things that have no business being in the ocean. And you have this weird vision of cats and dogs, foxes, rabbits, uh, deer and other wildlife just jumping into the waves and being swallowed by them. Um, and then the creatures that didn't do that fleeing into the countryside. As if they didn't want to be around people anymore. And they've been driven mad. Uh, while you're thinking of this, the crow, like because you're up above the train and you're always out in the sky, it's a afternoon now. Uh, you've been traveling for, well, no, that's high noon. So the sun's hot and bright, and the crow lands in front of you. No, no. It doesn't break your concentration. It's just sitting there, like, quizzically looking at you. It gives you a good six or seven feet, because you've swiped at it before, and it's a very clever little thing, uh, but it's just watching you. So. Um, what was this sword originally? Oh, you want me to detail? Yeah, it? I want you to. Yeah. Okay, so in the red wastes, uh, you, I will say, when you first, your memory goes back a long way. You don't know what your origin is. No demon really does. Uh, but you clawed your way. They're, they're pits, uh, fighting pits, where you fought Conan style early on, and mostly just unarmed or with clawed gauntlets. And one day there was a, uh, in, uh, in the borderlands that are out into the red waste where it kind of goes on forever but if you know what to do you can find your way into one of the other hells like the Iron City uh, there was a, a demon prince from the Iron City who would set up a, a you know um, a citadel there like an incursion of that place into this if the Iron City and the red waste there was always wars between them long past but this is the last remnants of it and he was like kind of a you know pale man like six seven feet tall about seven feet tall fairly human looking except his eyes were yellow demon and he had the sword uh just chained up behind his throne and he tried he's very clever and he tried to convince you to fight for him that the riches of the iron city could be laid before you and he showed you like armor and weapons uh like these hollow-eyed um sinners that's what you call them uh, the, the souls of the damned, as far as you know, that they could be yours for whatever you would use them for. And something about that enraged you even beyond what you were, and you stormed the throne and battled him. It was a hard fight. He was a clever foe. Uh, and uh, But you eventually killed him, and you tore blasphemy from out of its chains. As soon as you did, you knew why it was chained up, because the thing fought with you even harder than he did. And in a rage where you just tumbled his citadel, like, with the sword, the power of it, like, 
casting it out, um, you managed to come to an agreement with the thing that it would, that no throne would remain whole before it, that all things that were placed higher than anything else would be cast down, all faiths would be corrupted, all, all those devoted would weep. It just wants to destroy uh, anything that people value above and beyond themselves. And since you went on to just cut a swath of blood through the red waste, it was very happy then. And then when you came to the world, when the summoner, that was one strange uh, night, I guess is the way to look at it, where he summoned you, uh, you were able to keep doing the same damn thing. But lately, like in the last couple weeks, it, you haven't done, it, it has been restive. And now, and this is giving you a lot for one question, uh, its power has been changed somehow with that strange enchantment. Mm -hmm. And you can't, it, you don't feel any like bloodlust or gleeful hatred coming off of it anymore. Babe, why don't you take me on massacres anymore? <laughs> Shut up! I've got a raid, okay? I'm the, I'm the master of the guild! Do people even play MMOs anymore? Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, mm. it's the most popular now. Um, let's see. Varindra and Kyrdra, what do you do? Um, Gwen, you find yourself back in your chambers, and uh, in a few minutes, the governess, along with your hound, uh, come back and she's got the child who is walking. She places him in a ch her in a chair with a little plate of biscuits and some water. And then the governess just kind of curtly leaves without a word. I don't say thank you. <laughs> the most evil form of magic, bitch crap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm a skilled practitioner. <laughs> I'll take the uh, weird. Uh, fluke or worm thing that I created or whatever Yeah. Uh, out and just experiment with it and see if I can't shape it into something else or if I can divide it and make two of something. Um, well, you could definitely do almost anything with it. What exactly do you want to do with it? I don't know, man. I'm just fiddling around. You just fill it. Well, then just roll the craft or whatever <laughs> you use and uh, we'll go with that. Uh, I'll give the young woman one of my, like, not terrible pelts to... Can I keep warm and all that? It's in the middle of summer at noon, oh, you're right. and you're in an yeah, iron right. train. It's pretty hot already. Right? Yeah. Um, she's just wearing her simple white. It's the same maid before. She has her hair up in a little bonnet type thing. It's it's a little disheveled, but um, she 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 tentatively takes one of the biscuits and just starts munching on it. She doesn't meet your eyes. She hasn't talked since the whole incident. I will check in on course each day. Oh. Right. How are you oh through Because I, I specifically left a statue to watch her. Okay, yeah, go ahead and uh, invoke that. I guess Ferendra has like long distance pets. <laughs> she has an assigned pet. She does. Sixteen? Sixteen, yeah. Okay. Give me a sec. Sure, sure. Uh, Twenty. Since you're always kind of on point looking out, uh, you can get a, uh, an explore. Sure. The, the men seem to know exactly where they're going. This is a long road that stretches off. Uh, 20, you said? Okay, yeah, you uh, use your staff and you focus in. And it's always, it's sort of, it'll double vision, right? You'll see mm -hmm. the vision in the gym, but also in your mind's eye. And you can just marry them together to get a good view, uh, if that's cool. 
Um, nine, you said. Um, it's the middle of the day. You see just red light uh, and shadows because they were deep in the woods. And there are uh, people moving back and forth in front of her tent. And uh, the flat moves and she hobbles out muttering to herself and just proceeds to her cook pot and starts to make something uh, you don't get a lot you don't get sound usually and one of the other villagers comes up to her the refugees comes up to her uh, an old man and they're talking and she's like eh, eh. and he finally leaves uh, and she's muttering to herself you could tell she's you know either talking to herself or singing some kind of a song eh. and you know, stirring whatever, uh, probably pretty rustic and unappealing, like root soup that she's making, and she looks up, like look at the sun, and you can see her eyes, the kind of cloudy eyes, and her toothless mouth, and, and then and then she looks down, and then she looks right at you, <laughs> and then just goes back to what she was doing, <laughs> which means she was looking in the crook of those roots right into right. The, where the tree was. Um, there's no evidence of the other party that has met up with them. The, the, the... You don't have a good view of any okay. of that. I mean, it's looking right into her tent, and it's all crowded. <clears throat> there's a lot of activity, you can tell. Okay. You get the impression that she just had a moment of clarity and that she's not just doing fooling the whole time. Mm -hmm. She just had a moment of clarity and then just faded back to yeah. whatever her business Got it. was. Do we have a way to send the summoner messages long distance? Technically speaking, I could probably... No! <laughs> tap, tap, tap on your roof. Yeah, you see that uh, you're dead last. Is he next to you uh, and then her? Yeah. Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so it had hopped directly over the huntresses. It knows exactly where she is. It's like, no! Tap, 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 tap. And scratch, scratch, scratch. Or actually, yeah, like fingers on the, the roof. I'm going to just put my head in my hands. Why don't you send the bad bird? No. I don't care about your opinion on the matter. <laughs> I could potentially try to send one through the through the statues I've been able to communicate with through them on some occasions. We can... The bird flaps as if it's listening in. I can... And we can it, also it, deliver it mundanely. It scrabbles at the window and then just is sitting on the ledge. Looking right at you. It was a perfect opportunity to get rid of this constant reminder of my failure and my own mortality in this world that is slowly dying as I am. <clears throat> Give me a no roll or a believe. <laughs> Neither like one's going to be good. <laughs> I can spend in souls, though. Sure, make it worse. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, she would do that. Seven. Believe. Seven believe. Okay, take a curse. Soak it. Um, you feel, as you say that, something says in you, not really with words, is like, none of that is true. <sighs> so we got to... No, and the girl, uh, no, she's in, yeah, your chamber. She's just looking at you. In mid, like taking a tiny bite. Hi, Verendra. I'm sure you have lovely handwriting. Would you please compose a note to the summoner and let him know of the 
the, the caravan will have to pass by the tower, therefore if we can get a message to him before they do it, they can be stopped and searched. I'll go over to the maid. Is she, like... Are you going into there? Are, are you going into my chambers? Because so far we're just having this oh. conversation shouting down hallways. Nope, never mind then. <laughs> it's pretty crowded. <laughs> also, you're enormous, too. You, when you, I mean, you don't have a lot of leeway about moving between cabins, no. and he has none at all. So, his, like you meet me, I didn't go to see you. Yeah, um, his is the biggest, the, the longest train, and it's wide. Well, it's all the same width, but and I assume you've, you know, you, unless you say otherwise, you're just put your roots in the soil where it's most comfortable. Yeah, um, that soil is unchanged, and you can tell the dark. A lord has done something to prevent it from being changed. Um, also, you had learned that you, none of you would f feel the effects of the red sun, and that's probably his doing as well. Um, Rendra will make her way down to um, Gwen's cabin and sit down and dictate the letter. Okay. Um, you don't really need to make a no roll on that unless you want to include something coded or weird. At this point, probably not, because, quite frankly, we've won. Yeah. So I don't feel that this negates as much scrutiny as I normally would put in. Okay. Um, you know, it only takes you. You're a very quick writer. You never got to see the symbol before the town went to inflame. No, unfortunately, I did not. <laughs> if I can recall, it was three diagonal lines and a dot. Yeah, it's just three lines uh, coming this way and a dot. Very simple, okay. fairly crude. I'd like to keep an eye out for that as we continue. Best case, it right. is uh, the way that they are indicating which houses would burn, and worst case, it is indication of a uh, group of resistors. So you're playing with the fluke. Uh -huh. um, it has grown a little bit, uh -huh. um, but it just curls around itself. And you lay it out, you know, it's about three feet, four feet long now. It used to be uh, that huge earthworm, but its length yeah. has been curtailed a bit. And it, but it's wider, and then, you know it has that purple blue underside and oh. the kind of uh, knobbly front top of it, which is you know fairly tough. But it's very flexible. There's little parts where the, the skin is designed to crack on itself oh. every time it moves, um, and, you, and, and you're just idly um, changing its nature, uh, and so using your hands uh, now you have all these tools right uh -huh. for small things like this they're not necessary uh -huh. when you have a very like a person or something like a person or a large complicated animal yeah you need to get the tools out for it uh -huh. for this it's really not necessary okay. so you're just playing it and you uh, split the thing down its length halfway uh, it's writhing in absolute agony while you do this and uh, you stitch it back together and you form it into a basically uh, where you, you force it to devour its own tail, mm -hmm. and it just forms into that. And to, so it's a tube about uh, a lot thicker than it was before, a few inches across, and uh, it just sort of sits on itself. You change its orientation of its senses so that they're not just pointing towards its tail, they're pointing forward, and then you put it on like a, a sleeve of a gauntlet. And so you've got this gnarly... Uh, knobbly looking thing and it just sort of grabs your skin and forms into it. It has a very cool to the touch mm -hmm. and then part of it sticks out over the back of your hand. Okay. Um, it has little 
uh, retractable, you'd call them fangs probably, mm-hmm. but they curled and they come out and they wrap around like a hand flower on one of your fingers so it won't move back. It's disgusting. The uh, pale ones, I'm very interested in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. While she's paying attention, the little flesh pup that she's playing with is reached back, reared back, because it's a little longer now, on its back legs and is just doing this, pawing at her for attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a little stubby head with whiskers on it. <coughs> yeah. No eyes that you could see, but it's like, whoa. It, 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 she's not playing with it anymore, and it wants its, her attention. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you write up the letter. And, uh... Render hands the letter over to Gwen after sealing it. All right. I'll go over to the window and... It just blinks at you? No. Do its eyes still blink independently? Yes. <sighs> Um, uh, I'd like to, if I can do this with Conjure, I think I can, uh, since that's how I summoned it, I'd like to use Conjure again to, um, put the object of the hunt in its mind, the thing it must strive towards to deliver this letter is to become its quest. Um, that's more of an enchantment, if it's on something else. Damn. Uh, then... I'm going to give it the letter and just try and talk to it until it does it. Okay. Um, uh, as you were summoned by the magic of the wild hunt, you are therefore bound to it, and in so, you will take this letter to the citadel, and... It clacks its beak Does it have ceiling of it on it? It has a ceiling wax. And it, like your... It was my, yeah. Okay. And deliver it to the citadel. Okay, um, do you have, uh, an argue, or... I do have an argue talent. Yeah. It's not, it's not gonna really apply because it's refuting someone else's argument, but... Um, just roll argue. Okay. It'll do what you say, but you're trying to get it very specifically to understand that it's not to, like, go anywhere else. Yeah. Do I want to? Yes. Fifteen. No. Fly. No. And it reaches out with its weird little monkey hand. Uh, Give it the light. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that big. That's actually way worse. It's like, you know, Deadpool's little hand. Yeah, and it's furry. Yeah, it's furry, and it's got little nails on it. And it just holds it. Unlike a bird who just grabs it at its claws, it just holds it, and then just kind of holds it to its chest on one of its legs. Like, no! And it just... No! Have your bow. (laughs) (laughs) And now it has something I want it to do. You can go get it. You you, you You see the crow just take off. It's a strong flyer up into the sky, um, and it's basically <coughs> going uh, above the road back to towards the uh, castle. We'll see if it works. Um, maybe it'll get shot down on the way back. Uh, all right, I'm gonna look at the young the young woman I have. Are you ready to tell me your name? No. I'm not Aelith. Well... So, was burning down the town your idea? 
Jizz will say anything. What's everybody doing? I don't know. I'm going to have a guard mm-hmm. uh, deliver a message to have Verendra come to speak to me. Because I can't go to her. Um, yeah, he's riding inside uh, near the rear there. He's like, yep. And he kicks up the uh, the horse to go ahead and he, the, uh, the guard raps on the window. I open it? Yeah. Um, I get the message and I head down to with Black Oak. All right. At this point, I'm, uh, unless I have reasons to, I'm just going to be keeping my doors open because I assume people are going to need to walk through. Yeah. Um, you hear some activity from Lena's room. Just people talking and moving around. Do you uh, all gather at the rear of the, in the last cabin to have your little discussion? or hey, If you don't tell me otherwise, I'll assume you'll gather near Black Oaks and... Yeah. When I see Verendra going that way, I'll just follow her. Yeah. So it, you've got it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of your inventory now. It's just a fluke gauntlet. You don't know what its use is exactly. We'll find out. Um, you're usually wearing your robes, right? Uh, you don't have your arms, your guns hanging out or anything, right? What's that? It, your arms are covered usually. Uh, yeah. It's it's basically like you know like a full leather. Oh, yeah, you get all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that will be visible then. Oh, yeah. You know that as... You can stop it, but it's going to want to grow up over your shoulders eventually for, you know, the next few days and weeks Mm -hmm. if you just leave it there. Mm -hmm. And it'll probably bow into your flesh if you let it do that too. Do you have an idea of what that would... It would be incredibly painful, but very uh, interesting. So you all show up. You're in the rear cabin. I will close the door. The I dog's there? Meeting, I'm assuming these meetings are private. Yeah, they don't have to be. They're huge. Uh, one of my I mean, dogs will definitely stay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, one of my dogs will definitely stay with her. But if one of them wants to follow me, you can. Yeah. Is there room? There's room in here. Um, you can see the, where he is in the back is designed for him to be able to stand... And uh, it's got it's open to the sky. Now it's getting on towards afternoon. Uh, you can see rolling hills passing on either side. You can still smell the sea air, but it's just red sky and hills. Uh, there's no settlements anywhere nearby. There's nobody on the road. Not a lot of um, cries of animals or anything like that. And the wind yeah, is very why. yeah. The, the wind is very still. Did you get anything out of the girl? Her name. Anything useful? No. Okay. If she won't speak willingly, I can always sit down. No. I mean, why not? Because I... I don't like what you do. I, I don't like it. It is unnatural and it... To you. It, it takes away what... The hunts it. You see his so weird involved. gauntlet thing he's got there. The hunts is so involved in, in, in the flesh and the natural and what is real, and you subvert all of it 
And I do not want that in my chambers. She doesn't want you playing with her toy. <laughs> I just offered. I didn't demand. Uh, what is what is that on your hand? Oh, well, you just have a vision in your head. This is an enchantment of him crashing through the window to save a child, and then a vision of you, there in flight, striking the old man. But nothing. It's just a, something that comes to your head. <laughs> I get to be everybody's conscience. It's so it's so good. <laughs> I've seen the solution to the riddle about why. The town was as deserted as it was. The sun has driven creatures of the earth mad. They dove into the sea seeking their own destruction, or the forest seeking the same. And I pondered upon so many empty houses when only the young men were taken, and wondered if the animals in town were not the only thing that drove themselves into the sea, and what else we'll find as we continue this journey. It's not a... not a great sign if those that we're supposed to be ruling over are tossing themselves to the waves. We already know that in a year those who now exist will not exist as they once did. If they exist at all. A change is definitely occurring. But I do agree with Galzareth that ruling over lives lost is a complete waste of resources. And I did have some speculation that a major desperation did drive those people to seek their fortune elsewhere. And maybe that madness did overcome them as well, and they just, instead of taking to the sea, left. I wonder if that was the true cause of the arson, not the, not treason or treachery. It might also have been a desperation for control. The, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die my own way. And I'm going to go in a sea of flames. Verinder, you can give me a no roll. The, um, that weird little symbol that um, Gwen told you about just is bugging you, been bothering you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, let me see what you get here. Um, my eyes and ears are everywhere illuminating secret, hidden secrets of her. Yes. You 21. are kind of lost in thought, Black Oak, and you look up and you're going into the hills and, and there's a space. They begin to thin out a little bit, or rather, there's smaller valleys in between. Normally it would be covered in scrubland, but you see farms starting to emerge, far in the distance, where it gets, uh, well, there's arable land or used to be and you see uh, a field, and then in, far in the distance, like miles away, is a, a big farmhouse. And the field normally, it's high summer, they have wheat of some kind, but a lot of the land is bare earth, 
and where things are growing, it's just shock white stalks, twice as high as wheat is. Like they look like shoots from some sort of strange tree. There's not as many. There's a few feet apart, and they're just utterly alien. Just a white stalk uh, that some of them have branches and some don't, but they shine in the weird red light. Uh, and they're just kind of growing here and there, uh, uh, far away. Uh, but they're just so brightly colored and distinct that they just uh, you just notice them. Uh, you'd say that they were at least 20 feet tall, um, it, but they vary. You know, no sign of people around them, and certainly nobody tending the fields. And these don't look like these look like new growth. Very new growth. Okay, so so that it's not like existing plants that got bleached. You'd, it's too far to tell exactly, but there's no way that anything the men would have planted there. Uh, farmers, as much as you hated how they enslaved the land, they you know they knew how to tend it, and it's not been a long a long enough time for weeds, so it's something else. So, the world is changing like this. What what do we do? Twenty one on the now. Okay, I've seen that before. Um, one of your um, statues and um, Eltheria was watching a, a, another one of those clandestine meetings uh, between people and one of them flashed that symbol to the other and you couldn't tell what they were saying and they were very quick it was just something you noted that's like you don't know what they were doing and then you remember receiving a correspondence that some of the um, probably one of the uh, Dreadcrow riders who by the way you haven't seen anything. They probably haven't left the tower. So. Uh, brought in a spy and uh, was interrogated in some of his papers. Uh, you were able to decipher. Didn't lead anywhere, but symbols like that. It's a sign of the rebellion. And it would be placed as a sign that uh, of secrecy, that uh, the, the, the true loyalty of the people underneath it was to the three. And you get a question. When I, I dislike knowing that what was here will never be again, the people here will never be able to be in the world they grew up in, the world that they cherished, the world that was once here, the world that once I hunted in, and when I am in the wild, if I see prey, I draw my bow and I strike it down. So what is our plan? What do we do? What is there to be done? The empires of man rise and fall with the ages, that is just the way of things. It's not the men I'm concerned about, it is the world. You, uh, Kyrger, uh, there's this um, bizarre feeling of about like that you wanted to check in on that little kid for some reason. You managed to tamp it down. Uh, and then everybody catches everybody else's eye and there's a 22 enchantment coming at everyone. There's a sense of uh, something that you want to say but you can't put it to words. There's a, there's a desire. It, it's sad. It's, it's like it's... But it, you feel... Something is pushing you to speak. Ever since I uh, had that like cry session, the presence in my head has been just here, right? Yeah, like, you can kind of feel it. Pretty steady. Uh, in that case, I accept it. All right. Uh, I accept. 
Mm. Um, I will refute. Okay. Well, I can answer your question before. Oh, okay. Because um, this will disrupt that. The sign marks true loyalty of the three and has clearly been found in um, on buildings and in papers and notes. Symbols, yeah. Um, in the form of that, that symbol and others. How likely would it be that someone would mark themselves? Um, you, it's a reasonable uh, suspicion, yeah. Okay. And then that 22 is coming at you. I don't have time for your games. If you want to speak, I entreated you earlier and you chased me away. Uh, argue. You can use that. Um, within this discussion, I can leave them to my own dis conclusions. Sure. I'll just try and resist normally. Just okay. raw and chant. Okay. I got a 13. Okay. That is... Two curse? No, it's base. It's two. Yeah, I can't think of why I would resist, and it might lead to something new and exciting, so I'll accept. Okay. 21. You feel your sword on your back, uh, Galzareth. Uh, like... Okay. You're, you're buy up? Yeah, I'm gonna buy up. <laughs> Suspend again? No, just just raise it. Attacker wins on ties, so you won't be you won't win with a twenty-two. Uh -uh. I'll buy it to twenty-three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll expending of experience on the fly. Um, okay, the people who resisted first. Uh, so you managed to fight it off, and, so, and the and the voice is trying to speak through you, and you have these weird images that don't make any sense. You can't nothing definable, and, and there's the snakes. They're kind of going mad for a moment. Usually you have a lot of control over them, mm -hmm. unless you just get distracted and, and they just go just violently writhing on your head and then they calm down. Uh, and you've kind of forgotten the last few things you just said. You're looking around at your companions and they, there's something very, very strange going on that you can't quite define. Galzareth is like gritted teeth, his demon head he's holding. He's got his sword in his hands. You didn't realize that you have it. The sword itself, the silver is like grown towards the tip and the uh, gem is now bright silver and it's fighting with him. Uh, and he's just holding, gritting his teeth. You have a vision in your mind of like a, a fighting in the darkness against a foe you can't see at all that's like clawing your throat. It's, it's very sinuous and quick but stronger than it feels and it's it, trying to claw at you. You managed to uh, fight it most of the way, but eventually it bites into your neck and a venom just spreads into your body and uh, he falls to one knee. Galzareth, you need to take care, take hold of yourself. Um, You're not incapacitated or anything. No, no, I'm fine. Oh. Um, I will uh, invoke Blasphemy and tell him to back the fuck off. Okay. <laughs> All right, you can have a fee for that. I command the entities that reside in old objects. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 19. Um, you kind of have to touch the thing, and he's not waving mm -hmm. it around. You grab it, it feels cold. And 
this is a, a very powerful artifact, and it's it's basically at war with itself and him. And when you touch it, you're transported into this dark place where you know, occasionally you see a flash of steel or silver, like or, or white light. People are like fighting to the death in total darkness. You'll, you'll see a spark, and you're just kind of wandering between these implacable foes and black or like clanking armor, and you hear the hissing of snakes and you move between them, and at the center of it, you find an orb of pure glowing silver, and it swivels, and drifting up off of it in a mist is, uh, it coalesces into something that looks like the face of uh, a lion, and it just stares at you with argent eyes, and it just, what did you get on that? Uh, 19. Yeah, and it just roars at you soundlessly, and you're just violently thrown away from the sword. Uh, he's dropped it now. Okay. And you kind of come back to yourself. You, you just j very gently Whoa. let the enchantment take over. Um, you sit on a bunk against, you know, you just sit down. And you feel every human emotion that you've never had before. Three or four lifetimes of pain and sorrow, joy, hope, despair, just just like course through you like a poison uh -huh. and like he starts to cry and it's it, it's not tear normal tears it's not blood it's just this pale gray liquid that just comes out of his eyes the the fluke on it on his arm just freaks out tears itself off of you and just splats against the window and just kind of writhes down on the ground uh and um so you have all these emotions, and then the people you've tormented with ecstasy and agony, you feel all of that, mm -hmm. and it just tears through you. That's four curse. <laughs> um, oh, he accepted it, though. Yeah, he oh, did. no. Jesus. Yeah, this is not it doing it to him. It's himself. Two, three. Okay, cool. I'm suffering. I'm, yeah, I'm one away from incapacitated. And now you understand all those emotions that you didn't know what they were. Yeah. And you now know what good and evil is, and the difference between them. And now you, you feel that decisions you make in this world could hurt other people, and that other things have value, and it's not just pleasure and pain. So take that information however you will. Um, in the midst of this, though, you, you, you know, you normally physically have to touch the flesh creatures to do things to them, but occasionally you can get a sense, uh, like, there's places in the labyrinth where it's just, it's just this towering colossus of flesh and steel and, and stone and things, that, like a great communal, uh, permanent charnel house slash orgy of flesh that's been added to. Uh -huh. It's the closest thing to a shrine to the labyrinth there is, yeah. and you can feel when that's nearby. And you can feel something not as powerful but it's not far away, not too far. Something out there in the world. This world? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, you accepted, right? I did. Um, you two, uh, this, is, this is over real quick. While you're looking out at the world and you're seeing the stalks, they're just, your whole vision is blinded by a, a dark, dark forest, a, kind of a jungle, and in it there's a silver tree, beautiful. And within that, there's like eyes of little creatures looking out, and it, they just it just blazes itself into your brain, and you felt you feel 
completely unadulterated hope, the strongest you've ever felt, just something to hope for in the future. And it just strikes you completely unaware. Um, take that however you will. Uh, you see a tomb, uh, a stony tomb inlaid with bronze, and uh, there's a threshold guarding hiding in the shadows in the, in the face of the tomb, and it is a great beast, the greatest you could ever hunt. And, it, and you feel this desire just welling up. You haven't felt it in a very long time to find it. And it just, just sits there. And when you like, uh, the rest of you can see when her eyes open, she's got this fire in them. So you can take the goal, find the tomb of the great beast. I will. You can take the goal, find the silver tree. Hunters. Black Oak. Am I taking any damage from that lion? No. Okay. Good. You you fully resisted. <laughs> okay. Can you? You just get kicked out of the string. Send division. one of your dogs to your hounds to rip up one of the white stalks and bring it back. I wish for a closer look, but I don't wish to divert the train. I'm gonna get up like Certainly. slowly mm -hmm. and uh, I'm. I I have to excuse myself and slowly crawl back to my chambers and kind of just lie down. Okay. Because um, I'm not well. I can't help you there, sir. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. The fluke has calmed down and now it's just kind of like like a sea scarf. If you ever seen those weird new brink type mm -hmm. things, it's just kind of flopping its way, following you. Um, you lay down. Uh, you've just left a room with the most evil creatures that you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to, uh, the hound that came in here with me, I'm going to make sure he <coughs> heard Black Oak's request to find and, and dig up a white stalk and bring it back. I'm going to send the hound out. Okay. Uh, what do you use normally? Um... I actually don't have a thing I use with them. I'm happy to buy Invoke to do it. Um, normally they'll just obey what you do. You tell them and they'll pretty much go do it. Yeah. Um, this one's looking at you strangely. It's just, it's got his head cocked. It's kind of quiet. Far in the distance you're up. No! Hi. <laughs> he Still is but efficient. Still with a narrow range. No, there's no way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something real weird. The uh, it's just the white stock trees, right? Well, no, not even a tree. Yes. I, I don't. I don't think it's a full tree. You could point day. it out to people. Yeah, yeah. I no, they they just look like stalks. They're nothing. More like corn, like albino corn. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not woody. It's just a single pale, like bright white stalk. It doesn't look right at all. Right. Um, it's like a needle. Yeah, almost. I'm gonna look down at, at blasphemy while they're discussing. Get that, and that's what I'll point out to my dog. Yeah, so um, you open. It, they like to go in between the cabins, and it just you know you go about ten miles an hour, no video. The thing just leaps down on the ground and just heads off towards the fields. It's a good long way. I mean, you know, at least a mile. It's just coursing over the fields. You see him like. Uh, one of the, the other two dogs come in, and yeah. uh, they just kind of come in, and they're kind of stepping over each other, and they're trying to go after the other, arr, 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 howling. Yeah. Go get some too. And yeah, and they all just and now one of them kind of 
Because they get in each other's way and one tumbles out and he has to roll, but it doesn't stop him. And they just... Uh, you know, if one of them gets walkies, the others all need walkies right then. Did you say walkies? <laughs> Holy fucking shit! That's my favorite thing! Dogs enjoy everything more than I enjoy anything. Same. <laughs> uh, I... I'm going to stick the point of the blasphemy down into the, the, I guess it's loam here, right? The soil. Are you outside? Oh, in his? Yeah, in his place. I mean. Just like, just to, just, not to like, not to do, just like, because, or I guess I dropped it earlier, It's right? on the ground. Uh, it's yeah. on the floor of the cabin. Okay. I'll say, what good is a tool that refuses to be used? I'm sorry. Did you pick it up? Was... Yeah. I'm sorry if I overstepped your bounds. Yeah, bounds. it feels cold in your hand and there's no desire coming from it at all. I'll put it away. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a no roll on those when it gets back. But before that, uh, I'd like a no to find out more about the silver tree. If see if I've you heard can. anything. Yeah. You, it doesn't feel familiar to you, but you can get a no roll on it. Okay. Uh, at least figure out what kind of genus of tree it is. Yeah. Has anyone else had any visions? Yes. Since we have last spoken. Good. Yes. Nine. Uh, um, actually, hold the wisdom of yeah, yeah, yeah. So twelve. That's a good number. Uh, you, the type of tree it is, is the first. <laughs> you can ask a question. Verenja, you were you were a human woman once, no? A long time ago. Did you ever hear stories of great, terrible beasts? They're, they're huge, perhaps a, a a lion with horse hooves and a red mane. I did not see it. a silver. The silver lion in the vision was not that. Yeah, it's a lion. I mean, it was just made out of mist. It was an okay. image. Uh, heroes who who would fight these great creatures for acclaim. We have many stories of great beasts on Alethea. There is a tomb of the great, a great beast, the greatest beast I could ever hunt, and I must find it, and I must slay it, and its pelt must be mine. Did I? <laughs> you haven't heard anything about that. Uh, did I miss something? Well, what is we... its name? Oh. Let's well, see. we will. We will... The tree, not the bees. So. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it, not the bees. No. We will keep an eye out, but I have not yet seen anything. But there is many ruins and many things much, much older than I. Doesn't have a name. You could speak. Uh, the closest thing in human, which is a vast oversimplification is uh, Ardolithiniac. However you spell it's fine because it's just an abstraction anyway. It, it, it sprouted in the world before men had tongue to speak. Um, you never heard of it before. There was... Lore among your people was slow to transmit itself and they always said that the forests were always there before. They were before men came. And it just stretched back into the, the mists of time. Never heard of the idea of one tree that was the first. But you know this is true. You just feel it. If it's not true, it's something that's overtaken you. This imposition is not getting better with time. We need to find someone to do something about it before it rips us up from the inside. Give me a notice there, Gwen. Uh, is it sound based? Mm -hmm. 
it would not be wise for me to, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm glad I did. Um, you can do it again, can't you? Actually, I should have rolled, or no, I, I can, but that will be spent. You know what, I have experience, so if I need to buy up mine later, I will. Okay. <clears throat> 23. Okay, you're in there just having this kind of moment, and you um, hear in the next car just a little creak, something moving around. It's hard to point out because you're going trundling down the road, but it sounds a little off, and you know you know to trust your instincts. Yeah, I'm gonna go check that out. You open up the door, and Lena is like in the corner, trying to be as quiet and small as she possibly can. And she's like. She's gotten actually pretty good at sneaking around. This is her home now, and she, so for the whole time she was there. You don't see the governess or anybody. One day I shall have to take you on a hunt, Lena, for you wouldn't even wake up the rabbits. Oh, sorry. Sorry. She smiles. She gives you that look like a little kid, and she stands up, and she's grown, but you just haven't noticed. It's like, yeah, you're almost ten. <laughs> Verandra, I believe this is yours. By proxy. She waves like the little three-year-old way that she does. Adventures in babysitting. Verandra snaps her notebook closed and takes Lena's hand mm. and walks her back to the her cabin. Okay. You just collapsed on your bed, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, the pale one is uh, sleeping, and she's put her flesh pub. Uh, up on, on a shelf in the thing and it's just kind of curled up. Um, it's sort of quiescent. Uh, you, the the, uh, the flute kind of flops itself onto your bed mm -hmm. and it's trying to form itself back to what it was before. Uh, but it, it, it had gone deranged there. Something happened to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, if you want to fix it, you can. Um, knowing now what I know is like my craft or what I do inherently evil? Anything, if you do it to anything that can feel suffering, it's evil. Gotcha. Now, some of the things are so primitive that their ability to feel anything is not really there. Mm -hmm. But that the problem is, it's like it, that's it's never a, a it's always a continuum. What what can insects suffer? Mm -hmm. Don't really know. Fish probably, mm -hmm. and and the creatures you create, they run the gamut. And of course, you have all these visions of clearly sentient creatures that you've oh yeah done this like yeah it, it, it's it's evil it's it's wrong to do that. Um, these dots, you know what they are, and they make sense to you. But of course, they're still a little alien. Mm. Um, but yeah, now this thing is very primitive, and it doesn't have a lot of uh, it, the thing now is with it since you've already shaped it. Failing to shape it now, it'll just hurt it more. You've messed with it, so that's just the fun dichotomy of the world. It's like, yeah, you messed with the ecology of this place. Now you can't leave it alone. <laughs> and you can feel that presence of something. It, it could just be pheromones or s subsonic sounds or something weird and physical in the land itself. Are my hounds headed back yet? Oh, you're going to check on them? Yeah. Yeah, you look out... Um, you can see, you've got good eyes, so you can see in the distance that they're in the field of those stalks kind of weaving in and out, 
and they're, one of them is tearing at one, and the others grab onto it. You can't quite tell what they're doing, but they're not successful yet. And then you pass by, and the view kind of uh, shifts, and you can't quite see what they're doing. There's nobody out. Uh, no farmers or anything. I, if there were, I think they would be fine anyway. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if, if they don't come back in the next... If I don't sense them or see them starting to run back in the next like five minutes or so, I'll I'll whistle out to them and try and get them to. Okay, yeah, they um, seem to be having trouble, uh, and uh, also they might just be f fucking around, uh, like chasing each other. And then yeah, I'm gonna lean out and I'll, I'll whistle for them. Yeah, they immediately like, turn, start howling and then running back. One of them has something in its jaws. Okay, that's good. Uh, and uh, they run, and they they're good at leading the. Uh, um, the train and, and they run up beside it and kind of come in on this way like the horses the, the you know the beast horses that are in front have gotten used to them at this point and just kind of snuffle and then they just jump back up into uh, your cab at, you know kind of on top of each other where you're like all right all right all right you yeah know? Uh, and the, the one they're all there's this sickly sap smell on them and you see they're covered in nettles and dirt and bits of straw and like a lot of dried wheat stalks are all over them. Don't even have fur. Ah. Yeah, they have the spectral. Well, they have you know it's spectral. <laughs> yeah. But with this all over them, they look more like normal dogs. Yeah. And one the one with its paws, it's doing something like this, and it's got a white stalk. It's about you know like six inches or so. It's got it's shattered like it's like somebody taken a, a shaft of wood that had been aged and cured and everything and dried and snapped it so it's got jagged pieces and it's covered with that translucent sap and it's having trouble getting it out of its jaw i'll reach down and yeah it's it just uh when you touch it it has uh it's warm and you pull it out the spectral slobber and everything and it has this gross greasy but also sticky uh sense and then your hands start to burn a little bit uh, I'm going to put this not on the soil, but next to it on the ground and get it off my hands. And then the, the dog who had had it, it just, and um, they, they eat and they drink water, right? Yeah. And usually, I assume you have a big trough for them. They're just like, like trying to. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll send them back to the chambers and they can rest a little bit. Yeah, they, they're, they're completely just like dirty. They smell bad and okay. yeah. No. Stay here. Um, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to my chambers and get like uh, some cleaning supplies, essentially, some some fabric and all that, and come back. And yeah, you could give me a labor or a craft to just clean up the dogs. Uh, looking at, I, I feel like I know what the answer is gonna be already, but looking at this white stalk yeah. that was given, um, does this look like anything I've even remotely seen before? Or is this something completely mutated and unnatural? Uh, the, the word mutated doesn't have any meaning to you, but it was wheat before. Wheat itself, in, in any like human crops, is something that's been twisted to, to serve its own end to the, for humans long ago. But this is like, it's just merely the suggestion of a plan. Uh, I assume you, seeing how she had to deal with it, that you probably don't want to touch it, but... Uh, no, I do not. So it's probably, uh, it's basically on the ground in front of you, and you kind of can push at it with a root. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's very strong, whatever it is. Those, those uh, spectral hounds are very powerful and they're preternatural anyway, and they had to work at it. And this is one of the much smaller ones. 
Uh, and the sap slash blood that's coming out of it is probably mildly poisonous, uh, or at least it's uh, something that'll uh, irritate and uh, the skin and eyes. Um, as it's sitting there, you can see that the little shards of the broken off pieces, like they're like like a crystal, they're slowly growing, like at an, a messed up angle because they've been broken and deranged. So it's trying to grow straight still, but eventually you you feel like whatever life it's in it, it'll die out, and then it'll just have these spikes sticking out of it. Looking off in the distance, does the non-albino wheat look? healthy or does it look sickly? Oh, uh, that's the thing. There isn't any. Uh, you see the brown of basically just bare soil and then... Oh, okay, I see. And the, the, whatever wheat was there is just fallen and it's just... That's why the dogs were covered in dead wheat. Um, you might, further in the distance you think you still see some lands that have uh, something growing in them normally but it's mostly just been devastated over the past what week or so, you would guess. I realize what we have done now. I, the earth provides no nourishment, nor does the sky, nor the sun. The animals kill themselves, and what new life is created, both plant and creature, is twisted for this new world. In a year's time, this new world will have taken over the old, and we will be the only beings unaffected. And as a result, we will be the Dark One's servants, as he's the only one who will be able to give us what we need to live. This is not a world I would have ever been proud to hunt in. Brenda returns after after taking Lena back. I also, I also got three on the craft for the dogs. It's just going to take a long time. Uh, they're just, all licking, and they're not cooperating. You're getting that, you're getting that message, there's too. There's space in here, so I'll, I'll just do this while we're <clears throat> going over stuff. All right. Have all of you forgotten our purpose here, what we're doing? This is not ours to judge. We ought to spread order across the new land. Give me a boot. <laughs> four. It feels like a four to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sad and empty? Gazareth, yeah. Yeah. I, I understand what you are saying, but... You were brought into this world to do exactly that. I have been here before the summoner was even uh, a thought in his father's eye, before any uh, of these factions of men rose up. I was here for so long and have seen the world go through many changes. And this change, this is the worst one that could ever happen. This is not a change, this is a death. Galzareth, when will you be allowed to go? back to where you came from per the terms of your agreement. I do not wish to go back. Not to the Red Waste. Then why is that? You've never mentioned that to me in your sessions. Your sessions? <laughs> 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 so much to patient confidentiality. Also, the hour's almost up. So, yeah. <laughs> That'll be 300 goddamn dollars, please. <laughs> Are you... Is this a joke? Are you... The Red Waste is a literal hell. It is, it is a literal hellscape. I ruled over it because it was the only thing that I could do to survive. But when the summoner summoned me, I was more than happy to leave. This place is not so bad as all of you think it is. 
Not yet. <laughs> and you didn't see how it was. Nor how it will be. <laughs> so what you're saying is despite the temperature obviously oh yeah yeah despite the temperature and everything even a land devoid of all life all nourishment all things and nothing to fight or occupy you or no one to play chess with is much better than a fiery hellscape you haven't checked in on your uh little friend since you got back really it's a slave boy right I've had enough of this. Consider your loyalties and I will return eventually. And I just go back to my chambers. I guess hell is different for everyone. Slams the door like a 13-year-old girl. You hear the Smiths start playing? <laughs> oh no, he's found Morrissey! I want to try something just to see if I can at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try to force the growth. Okay, uh, do you have a, what's your talent for that? Uh, labor? No, but what, what does it read? Oh, I don't have a talent for it. Yeah, okay. Like no, like the growth that you stuck in my back. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Later. I want to see if I can actually force. I thought you were trying to force the white stock to do something. No. 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 <laughs> no. Ew. No. <laughs> ew. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, that's not the labors of men. Uh, 13. Yeah, you concentrate like you did before and uh, kind of hunch over. And that itching just sort of spreads and burning. And there's a snap. Uh, if anybody's there, one of his dark branches falls off. Not a, not a big one. And then you feel new growth, like on on your back, dot uh, here and there, and even in your vision, like a sprig of green just comes in, like a leaf. Because if this was this is high summer, if you were normal, it would just be just covered in uh, leaves. Just, is, but it's not white; it's normal growth. That is, or how would be, what would be normal? Yeah, it just looks like oak leaves. All right, uh, it's chittering and. Um, a couple of the chipmunks are a little, uh, out and about. I, I know I'm still there because I'm like finishing up with my dogs, and he'll hand you the branch and go use this for an arrow or a javelin. You may need it before long. Yeah, you can have a branch of black oak. Uh, are my, am I almost done with the puppy dogs? No, you got a three, and they're not cooperating. Yeah. This is like an all night job. I mean. Probably best to just leave them alone. At this point, I'm just going to... You can groom yourselves, and we're all going to go back to my cabin. I was going to say, hand me the branch for a second. The one one that bit the thing... Fetch! (laughs) Back in her cabin, see if they go. No. They're already... You already drug them back there. But, like, um... The one who had bitten the thing, it drank a lot of water, but he seems fine. They're pretty hale, and they're only... They're preternatural creatures. Yeah. Uh, But, like, long... Like, if any living thing that you know of ate of that stalk, yeah, eventually it would poison and sicken and die. Um, it's still sitting there in front of you. Oh, it's getting kicked out of my cat. It's getting tossed onto the side of the road. Okay. We're not keeping that thing in there. Yeah, you can just uh, throw it away. I assume that living things also include, like, plants. Right. It's toxic to all life. Oh, no. Uh, well, 
you, you have no way of knowing that. Okay. Uh, it might have been what killed the wheat, but it's likely the sun. Okay. Or the lack of a real sun. Okay. A lot of, and I'll just give you this for free, a lot of the changes that are going to happen are just because living things aren't getting what they need, and on top of that, things are being altered. But a, like a lot of the death and the die-off is just because the sun is going to provide not enough nourishment to plants. When I return to my chambers, is uh, Ayla, has she tried to like make a break for it? No, she's just sitting there. Okay. Just back into my, <laughs> back into my uh, uh, cabin, just just slam the last door. Okay. Is Casavar still in there? Oh, there were so many doors you could have slammed he on was the asleep, way. But he was asleep, He slammed every single away. one of them. Just blam, 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 and I'm just going to look at Black Oak and say, well, I guess I'm staying here for the night. <laughs> He's angrily texting. <laughs> but it's the size of your, so it's it's like a giant. <laughs> I text on great stone tablets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dear diary. What is? <laughs> if people say that. I don't you know. suddenly really want to get like a leather jacket and start calling yourself the Lizard King. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <sighs> so, um, the day wears on and you keep traveling. Uh, I assume there was no roles that I was needed to adjudicate. Uh, you're getting closer and closer to the farms, and you see more and more of those stalks. Some very tall. Um, a few, like they're higher than the lot of the barns that are near them, and at the t- like they just taper off. They like they get thicker and thicker trunks, and they just taper off almost uniformly. They're not perfectly perfect like cones or anything like that. They have kind of facets to them, or slightly more organic looks to them, and. They tend to branch off into like, uh, they tend to fork near the top and then the tips of them spread out like fans. Uh, it looks like if you've ever seen like a bean sprout that's germinated like in, as an experiment in the dark so it doesn't get any sun and just grows desperately towards whatever light it is but they're very pale, that's what they're doing but they don't look unhealthy. And now you notice uh, there's a sound like kind of like cicadas but higher pitched as you get closer and you see clouds of insects or flying arthropods just moving between stalks and flying past. And uh, a few of them, they kind of hove, they get attracted by the, uh, um, the train and a cloud of them flies by. Uh, and they're, just, they're, they're large insects as you can see. One of them lands uh, near you when you're looking at the roof of the train and it looks like a, a bee that's completely um, shock white. Uh, it's got, you know, but it's got two sets of wings that are larger than normal, and it's flying around. It, it, then it collects its bearings, uh, or gets its bearings and flies away, and the cloud of them just kind of follows. And then uh, you all hear um, in the distance, like a great lowing sound, like, and then like the land shakes very slightly. Uh, you see one of the, the driver looks around and, and he uh, begins to bring the train to a halt. What's that? Black Oak, what do you see? Oh, yes. Give me notices. And you can do uh, hearing if you want. I will do danger sense. Uh, yes. Assuming I can't feel the movement of the roof. The earth. Uh, nine. Okay. Um, there are uh, fourteen. Okay, you 
there's a um, a large farm. There's nobody on it anymore. With many low buildings and stone, and a huge. They have several barns. One of them looks collapsed. It's enormous, and it looks like it's collapsed in on itself. And there's those stalks nearby, so it breaks up its outline, and then you see it move, like, and uh, it moves past stalks on what look like eight giant columnar legs and it's covered you can't tell like it's kind of brownish colored you don't know but it's a a giant uh, some kind of monster the size of an enormous like three-story barn and it uh is turned and it's now looking at perpendicular to the road and begins to lumber your direction that is a moving edifice what creature grows that large? That's the thing that you noticed. You hear that sound, and if you wanted to take a look, yeah. Oh. Give me a no roll when you get me. I'm so sorry, Josh. <laughs> what? Oh, he's like suffering and all that. Hmm. It's a twelve. Oh, that yeah, that's a flesh. That's a creature. That's that's alive. Mm-hmm. Um. And you would guess just because now it's moved past, so it's the stalks, and now it's on the bare ground and the dead wheat, and it's just like eight different legs. It reminds you of the flesh pup when it has little stubby legs. Its legs are small compared to its body, but it's enormous. It's. So it's do I gather that that would be something that was infected or something that was created? Some things that were uh, infected. You see, as it. Um, it's moving towards slowly towards the uh, the train that it's got like brown and patches of white along it with like scaly sort of skin and spines coming off of it and on its front you can't see its face but it's got what look like patches that are eyes it's got horns jutting out from every angle and you're a horrible lowing and the smell of death and cattle just kind of Waft towards you. It's oh, a herd of cows. Yeah. Uh, I'll peek my head out, look down at Blasphemy, and says, "Can we kill that thing? Is it okay to kill that thing?" I'll <laughs> jump out of the train. Okay. To meet it. All right. You guys can, uh, if you wanted to, get up and like go to meet it. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'll <sighs> stay a little bit back behind. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is just from uh, the. Animals not getting enough sun. This is just, this is not for me. <laughs> I didn't say all of it. I'm just saying, Kyrie, you need a flesh catapult. <laughs> that's just I mean, a that's, guy. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's just cows. All right. Well, that's where I'll call. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys had fun. Uh, tune in next week where they fight the giant uh, herd of cattle. That's one thing. Never After was created, designed, and written by Adrian McLear. This podcast is produced and edited by Grace Skelton. Our music is Shimmering Lights by Punch Deck. You can find a link to their Patreon and Spotify page in our description. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear the rest of our adventure.